I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. Celestia. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz on Mocha. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I think Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Tomorrow's the worst day possible for it to rain. Why? Because I gotta move a couch. Huh? I gotta move a couch. Okay. The stuff I do when I'm not on the radio here is like really ridiculous. You're moving your couch outside? <laughs> it's outside right now. Oh! Yeah, you gotta bring that in the house. <laughs> I can't bring it in the house because the new couch arrived. So now I have Oh, it's an old It's, it's an, an older old couch. couch. Okay. So I gotta move it. To where? Just leave it on the street. What? Leave it on the street. No, it's, it's a perfectly good couch. Oh. I'm not throwing it away, so it's under a tarp right now in the backyard. No, it's under a tarp right now in the backyard. Why don't you leave it in the house? Because there's no room in the house. Oh. So where are you taking it? <sighs> I gotta if you're like, keeping the couch, where are you going to put it? <laughs> I got to put it in the in the other house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> That's why I didn't ask. You could have just dropped it. Sorry, man. Okay? You could have just dropped it. I gave you, I gave like I, 15 different ways I, I was trying to say that I don't have two houses. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> but you keep pushing. Right? And now I feel like a huge douche because I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm realizing now that I'm stressing out over the fact that it's going to be raining and it's going to be difficult for me to move a perfectly good sofa from one of my houses to my other yeah, house. Bro, you got two rooms. Okay. <laughs> I wish the world did end yesterday. I wish we didn't make it to today. Okay. <laughs> I wish you were right. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Happy birthday, Mark. It's your boyfriend's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Great. Uh, your wife, Chantel, asked us to call you. Oh, isn't she sweet? She is. And she said that you're the uh, one of the biggest fans of the show. And I am. you've been on our podcast three times. I have. And also uh, that we should be prepared for some ro- roasting. Who would you roast if you were in the roasting kind of mood? Uh, last time I was on, I roasted more very good. Yeah. But um. it was just, it, that was easy, though. That's not really good. <laughs> 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 you, guys, you guys made him spell Gananoque. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so what are you doing for your birthday, man? Um, Honestly, a lot less than last year. Yeah. What would yeah, you do last yes. year? Uh, We had a big party last year. It was my 30th. So. Oh, nice. I think the most exciting part about my birthday this year is using the sous vide. Oh, yeah. Oh, did one you get yesterday. one? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Which one did you get? Um, My buddy had one, uh, Mastercraft one, that uh, just in the box at home. Uh-huh. So he gave it to me yesterday. Nice. I saw it and I was like, I know what that is. You know what that is? 
he had no idea. So you know what's crazy is that I my first sous vide that I got, I, I I got it, and it also sat in the box for about six months before I opened it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, because I was oh, like wow. an, I was like an early adopter, right? Uh. Like there was very few videos even on YouTube of like home sous vide. There was only two companies that were making them at the time, and now. Like I, on a Monday, will start, like I'll just start thinking about what it is that I'm going to sous vide that week or, or in the upcoming weekend if I want to take a lot of time to do it. It's just such a game changer. What's your first cook going to be? It's going to be chicken. Nice. Bro. I'll tell you right now, chicken done sous vide style is the absolute best chicken you will ever have. Yeah. No, well, I got the suggestion from you guys. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, you, it's it's just it's such a life changer. It really is. And the thing that I like about sous videing is that and sous vide, by the way, is a water bath. So you um, fr- shrink wrap your shrink wrap. Is that it, what you call it? What do you call that? What do you do there? Like the vacuum seal. Vacuum seal. Thank you. Shrink seal. Yeah, there you go. Okay, that yeah, sounds you, a little bit nicer. You vacuum seal your meat and then you put it in hot water and then shut up, Maury. Maury, can you grow <laughs> <laughs> up? Grow up, jerk, Gananakwe. Um, and then you put it in the water bath and then the sous vide cooks it to the perfect internal temperature and then you just take it out and you sear it in a hot pan for just like a couple of minutes. Um, but it is such a game changer. It's yeah. such a game changer, man. Everything it's, tastes uh, different. Your everything chicken's going to be the best. Steak tastes now, different. Ribs taste different. What? Have you guys ever seared it on a barbecue after you sous vide? Uh, yeah, I prefer if if you're doing. I prefer to sear in a pan. I prefer French style. It, it tastes better. Yeah, no, it's just it's just a different thing. Uh, I have I have seared on a barbecue before, and it's fine. It's totally good. It doesn't try. Well, I've got like 15 pieces of chicken, so I'm going to do both. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh damn! Yeah, 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 you'll be you'll be fine. We got a, we got a big family. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Well, Mark, uh, thank you for listening to the Ron Zamoka Show. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, I love you guys. Thanks so much for calling. That's amazing. And happy birthday! Much love to you and Chantel. Is there is there any chance I can make a request, guys? <laughs> Sure. I know, I know Roz is, Roz is going to hate me for this, oh. but <laughs> I, I know that, I know that you guys just played it so we can switch it to five and seven instead, <laughs> but Mouse Charades is my favorite game. Oh God. I, and I got to tell you, the reason that I love Mouse Charades, because Roz thinks it's staged and you guys cheat and he complains about it and that's exactly like me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I, I hate? You know, there's, nothing, a, there's nothing I hate more than when somebody is appearing to give you the uh, a compliment and what they do is they just point out a terrible flaw that they have as a person that they also see in me and then seeing it in me justifies it in Hey, them. that's not terrible. That, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ross, it is his birthday. Right, yeah. Why, why, why you gotta be like that, man? Yeah, there are people like, you know what, you know why I like you, Ross? Because I'm also mean to bees. She's got against bees. Hey, I'm not mean to bees. I didn't cut my grass for a month this year. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Hey, are you guys going to ask me who my favorite is for the uh, third time? God, no. <laughs> hey, Roz, Roz, come on, man. Hey, Mark, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Yeah. Sorry, Mocha. I love you guys, though. Why Roz? You were just killing him just now. Because, because every time we listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. my wife is like, you're just like Roz. And, and she says that about your terrible qualities, right? No, she does, she's not uh, saying no, that. No, she more says that about me being 
picky and yeah, thanks. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. No, but very precise about things. Yeah. Okay. How's that? Is uh-huh. that better? Yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks again. Back to what I said before. Happy birthday, Mark. I love you guys. Have a great day. You too. Hey, wait. What? I, I thought you guys usually sing happy birthday oh, to people. Not today. Not, not to today. you. Bro, we've been on the phone all okay. seven minutes. Well, you had a request for a you game. Guys you wanted to be asked who your favorite is. Like, you know all is. the things. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got to get the seasons pass, not the day pass for all the things. <laughs> well, how much does that cost? Okay. It goes on sale in December. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> all right. We got to go. <laughs> all right. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right. guys? Hell yeah. This is 5 in 7. Here we go. Everybody's favorite game. Welcome to 5 and 7. Very easy. Hello, Damon Mori. Hey, good night. <laughs> we will ask Damon Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds still to drunk name. still drunk the weekend? <laughs> those five things. Uh, Mocha, you will be the official judge and timekeeper. Yeah. Damon Mori, are you ready? Yes, sir. Maury, name five cooking oils. Okay, uh, vanilla, uh, peanut, sunflower, virgin, olive. Uh, (laughs) You say vanilla? (laughs) (laughs) Can you please explain which dish would you uh, use vanilla oil for? I don't know. Okay, yeah, you don't. (laughs) Okay, Maury, moving on. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Damn it, Maury. Name five parts of a car engine. Okay, starter, key. Um, oh, the spinning thing with the the uh, the pla- uh, the, uh, the Did you say key <laughs> as part of the engine? <laughs> Can I finish explaining the part that Please. goes around? Yeah, I would love uh-huh. to. Yeah, go. Okay, so it has two wheels and it has a plastic thing, like a. Are you talking about a bike chain? Kind of like a bike chain, but the car version of a bike chain. The engine? And it goes. <laughs> it spins around. Timing belt? Huh? <laughs> oh, you're such a gearhead. <laughs> You car nut. Such a gearhead. Uh, uh, damn it, Maury. Aside okay, so from... Any right? No. Okay. <laughs> you could have said spark plug. Anything. Oh, dipstick! <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Okay, damn it, Maury. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Aside from, you know, name five things you do naked. Oh, okay. Swim, um, walk around, um, shower, um, shave, um... <laughs> Uh, loser. <laughs> uh, Maury, would have given you uh, bathe. I said shower. Would have given you sleep, massage, spray oh, tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said swim. I was looking for skinny dip. Either way, you didn't get it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you never do. Uh, damn it, Maury. Name five words that rhyme with mustard. Pustard. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you say a pustard. Okay. Even just saying it sounds disgusting. Maury, what exactly is pustard? I don't want to know. No, it just came out of my mouth. <laughs> okay, I re asked okay. the question. Okay, damn it, Maury, are you ready? Yeah. Name five words that rhyme with mustard flustered, custard, um, hustard, um, Mustard, flustered, custard. 
Dustard. Dustard. Uh, what is a hustard? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, you want to go back and try and squeeze pustard in there? <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, yes, blustered, uh, bustard, uh, clustered, custard, flustered would have given you. Lustered is a word that rhymes is it? with money. Okay. Yeah, no, it absolutely. <laughs> no, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we will end on this. Damn it, Maury. Yeah. Name five famous Australians. Oh, Australians. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Yo, you could have said all four of the wiggles and still nailed it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, any other famous Australians that you can think of? Do you know of Crocodile more? Dundee's real name? No. Does he have one? Yeah. Oh. Well, I would have I would have accepted Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. Paul, Paul Hogan. Hogan. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say Mike something. No, no. Okay. No. Are you thinking the, are you thinking the Crocodile Hunter? Oh, is there one of those two? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, would have given you uh, Nicole Kidman, would have given you Chris Hemsworth, would have given you Liam Hemsworth, would have given you Keith Urban, would have given you Kylie Minogue, would have given you Kate Blanchett, would have given you Rebel Wilson, would have given wow. you all of those. If I, you were asking for British people. <laughs> all right and unfortunately that's how you play five and seven this is the Roz and mocha show podcast we've talked about lottery a lot on this show uh -huh. and what do you play and the one thing even the few times a year that i do play the lottery because i like it when it gets you know all up super high and stuff and i'm one of those people where i see i walk into the store and i see the lotto is like 14 million and i'm like i'll wait <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like not enough not enough <laughs> like i don't want to win 14 i don't even want a shot at winning 14 yeah. million unplug that how dare you insult me right <laughs> super weird as if like we become snow like we we get very excited you know about 50 million but nobody gets excited about the idea of winning 10 yeah. which i find very weird like if you won either, you're going to be okay, oh, right? Oh, for sure. But when it's 50, everybody in the office is like, oh, my God, are you getting your tickets? And, you know, you put the, the alarm in your phone to be like, make sure I got to hit the store on Friday or whatever night it is. Make sure you get it. But that's always like at 50. Nobody ever makes a fuss. Nobody puts a, a, an alarm in their phone for 10 mil. It's no. weird to me. Anyway. The one thing I will never do, because my old man did this, and it used to drive me crazy, which is he would play the same numbers every week. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. That's crazy to me. That's madness because something's going to happen. You're going to get a kidney stone or you, like a bird is going to fly into your face and you're going to have to go get stitches. And on that day, you're not going to be able to buy a lotto ticket and your numbers are going to come up. Full story many times on our show and on the podcast about my uncle's friend in New York. Yes. He used to play the same four numbers every single week. The one week he didn't play, his numbers came up. Yeah. And it was a couple grand that he could have won, and he was so depressed. So in South Carolina, there was a lotto jackpot of 3.5 million. <laughs> Pennies. Pennies, right? Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. But it's one of those pick four. Oh, okay. Right? It's like a pick four. So only four numbers. Four numbers. And the 3.5 million now is going to be divided between 1,400 winners. Oh, <laughs> so legit! They're getting pennies. Who all played two, 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 two? No, they did not. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Come on, everybody! Yeah, but we have the perception of like if you if you go and play the lotto, and Maury goes in and is like, "Okay, I'm going to do uh, nine, two, 
284. Those are my numbers. And I go, I'm going to do 1111. He'll look at me like I'm the loser. Like we look at people like they're losers when they do yeah. that. When it's lotto they're time. Stupid numbers. Yes. When it's lotto time and you play 2222, we look at people like they're losers. But what yeah, are the right? chances that that many people played 2222? A lot. A lot. Look no, how many I, people won. 14, <laughs> 1,400 people played 2222. What world are we living in where that many people think the same? Well, I'll tell you. I mean, I'm sure the numbers of people that play one, two, three, four are astronomical. Are, are astronomical. Yeah, for sure. I'm astronomically high. Yeah, I guess. Right? So yeah. So anyway, so 1,400 people are going <sighs> to split 3.5 mil for playing two, two. You do, you do the math. math. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, Aaron Rigsby is on hold, Roz. Uh, he's a storm chaser. I don't understand these guys, man. I know. Watch it on television like the rest of us. <laughs> or take cover. No, he's one of these guys that has, I guess, like one of those cars with all the spinning things on the top of it, and he just goes into the worst of the worst. Yeah. And he was down there when Hurricane Laura was uh, making landfall. Storm chaser Aaron Rigsby. What's up, dude? It's Roz Amoka. How are you? Good. How you doing, man? Good, man. You keeping safe? Where are you right now? Yeah, I'm actually uh, heading back. I'm up in Oklahoma right now, getting caught up on sleep and everything. There. are that chemical leak yesterday, I decided to dip out of that town pretty quick. Oh, geez, <laughs> so man. I was hearing that the storm may have triggered a few tornadoes. What have you heard? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially further inland. And yeah. there was even like little mini tornadoes inside the eye that were hitting the town that we were actually in inside the eye of the hurricane. So what is that like? Can you, I mean, especially for Laura, because Laura really just snuck up on a lot of people because there's just been so much stuff going on in the world. And then the headlines that you started to see yesterday morning was an unsurvivable surge. And so what was, what was your take on that? Was it something that you've never seen before? Yeah. And you know, that's the thing about these hurricanes is that, you know, I've intercepted Cat 5 Michael, Cat 4 Harvey. But the thing that we really haven't had to deal with yet is storm surge because they've either gone to marshlands or they just haven't hit our location. So this is kind of new territory for me. And when you're talking about storm surge, it's one thing to be, you know, kind of intimidated by it. But when you're talking about, you know, unsurvivable storm surge being released by, you know, the forecast, that, that to you, you can be chasing for 50 plus years and nothing can prepare you for that kind of situation. So we took all of the safety measures that we needed and got the top story of a parking garage that we found and we're ready to ride out the storm. Thankfully, wow. it didn't seem to be as bad as people were kind of predicting it to be. But you know what? That's with, the, that's with these systems. You got to take them super seriously and you got to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. But even when you hear like the words unsurvivable, does that still make you want to head out and capture whatever footage or information uh, that you are looking to seek or would you not rather just stay indoors or find cover? Absolutely. You know, th this kind of comes with the territory of storm chasing yeah. and, and, you know, we technically are at danger of, you know, putting our lives at risk just walking out the front door every day. Yeah, I just have to trust myself that, you know, over my years of storm chasing that I, you know, make my best judgment call and there's a lot of hours of research that goes into like finding a place to hide too. You know, that's why we went with a parking garage instead of a hotel because reinforced concrete there's not a whole lot that's going to get through that. You just have to hope that you're up high enough. And we did a lot of research on our elevation of the town that we were going to ride it in at. And, you know, it, I think even if it would have verified, we would have been ready to go because we were 30 feet above sea level. Yeah. The storm surge is only supposed to be predicted to get up to 20 at the highest. Uh, we're talking to Aaron Rigsby. He's been chasing storms for nine years. Where are you right now? I'm up in central Oklahoma central right now. Oklahoma. I actually evacuated, I evacuated the town that I was in yesterday because there was actually a chemical fire and it oh, was in... 
within a five mile radius, there was a potential uh, the potential there for a big explosion due to that uh, ammonia leak. And there was people evacuating from the hurricane because there's so many factories through there. And then people that were coming back had to immediately evacuate again due to the chemical fire. How old are you? I'm 27. 27. You're a young guy. Who in your life hates that you do this? <laughs> I think my parents originally started off hating it, but yeah. now they think it's super cool. Do they? <laughs> and do they, they though? <laughs> they, yeah, they, my mom, you know, my parents always talk about it. They always share my stuff, like when I do interviews or if I, you know, post really epic footage or something. I think at first <laughs> they were just like, what phase is this guy going through? But yeah. when, you're home, then, when you're home, <laughs> when you're home, you downplay it in front of your mom though, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, she's <laughs> the gray hair, so I, I don't know. <laughs> now, do you have, like, is there a rule with your parents like after you're out uh-huh. on a mission when you get back and you're safe or you to text either of them or both of them or even like get on FaceTime or make a phone call? Yes, absolutely. And I always tell my mom if I get into a sketchy situation, don't watch the footage until after I say I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the destruction actually like? Because what you see on TV, you don't know if that's an actual sort of good snapshot of what actually happened. But what was it like for you what did you see yeah i mean it looked like you know a pretty much a four or five mile wide ef2 tornado had hit the town of lake charles there was many buildings especially in the historic district that had been heavily damaged or completely demolished and uh, all the store plazas that were in town it was just seemed like storm store plaza after store plaza after store plaza just was missing the roof or completely collapsed in on themselves and actually this is the first for me i've seen cars carried away in storm surge but this is the first system that i had ever seen it looked had like cars had been rolled several times to the parking lot that the wind Damn. was so strong and crushed like 10 cans. I heard that like a, uh, the, it ripped the roof off a casino. Like casinos are huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I actually drove by the casino about four or five hours prior to landfall. I mean, that thing was built like a like a fort. I mean, that thing was, you could tell it was reinforced concrete built very well yeah. right along the lake there. So to have any kind of damage like that from that, from this kind of hurricane, that tells you how strong that this hurricane actually was. Wow. Aaron Rigsby, uh, Storm Chaser, you've been following Hurricane Laura, which is now, um, I believe, a tropical depression is sure. what it's been downgraded to. Thank you very much for uh, joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. You be safe out there, brother. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Jenny, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good. All right, this is the uh, text that Jenny sent to us. Okay. First, I know it's still summer, but when do you guys start Christmas shopping? Like, will you look for something on sale now and save it until Christmas? Now? You know what? I was walking um, in the park and I overheard a conversation going on and they were talking about, oh, I need to get this for Christmas. And I was like, that's crazy. And then it just stuck in my head. And I was like, wait, am I supposed to be starting something too? Do people know something that I don't know? Okay, when do you typically, Jenny, when do you typically start your Christmas shopping? I think I'm early. I usually start and try to finish. Like, I'll start in October and I try to finish early November. Oh, boy. See, (laughs) my whole thing about shopping super early for Christmas presents is that if I buy something in September, I'd be super pissed if, like, by the end of October, mm-hmm. I see that same thing on, like, a crazy sale. Yeah. Or if I buy yeah. something in September and maybe I change my mind and I'm past the time. Most stores are all right with this, but if I pass, let's say, the time that's listed on the receipt on when I can get, like, a price adjustment or a refund. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I pick yeah, something sure. up for my wife in September and then in, like, 
mid to end of November, <laughs> I find something that I know she would like even more and maybe not be into the thing that I bought in September. Yeah, true. I wouldn't be yeah, able to return I, it, right? I, I usually start in October because I hate, I hate yeah. the crowds at the mall. And I know that's going to be different this year, yeah. but I just hate shopping when everyone is going. I, I, say, I just well one I can't shop early because then I just when, by the time Christmas rolls around I just feel that I've done nothing so I just buy more. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it's just it's so stupid. No, I thought you were going to say that you'd be pissed if you bought your wife something that she really liked for Christmas and then you realized that it was on sale at a later date. Oh. Like you can't say that stuff on the radio, man. <laughs> I'm like you can say that about like anybody else's gift, but you can't say that's the gift. Hello, hello, wait, bro, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, she's like a full price type of girl. Don't worry. Don't worry. I didn't know where you were going with no, that. No, I was, no, 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 no. I was trying to like wave you down. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say like for me, typically I'd start in mid-November maybe. Wow. Or like at least the beginning of December. Yeah. Because at that point I know exactly what I'm going to get people. I usually start in beginning of December. Okay. Is, yeah. is when I like is when I like to start. Is when I like to start. Because that's yeah. when you start hearing about delivery times being delayed and all this other stuff. Yeah. I haven't been to a I don't think I've been to a mall over the holidays in years. Maybe four or five years. Yeah. I do the everything. And same like I the best thing to do is, specialty is, shops. is all online, yeah. When do you start more? I'm done, my brothers. You're done, your brothers. They're done. How old are they, though? They're teenagers, though, They're right? Teenage, yeah, finished, that's done. easy, though, for teenagers. Yeah, like a couple free things came in and I put them aside. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You're the worst. So you didn't do any shopping. You didn't do yet. anything. No, I put it aside. No, but you didn't do anything. No, but though. it's super cool. But the you can't say. There. But you can't say your shopping is done when you did no shopping. Well, no, gift giving also, is done. Also, where did that stuff come in? What do you mean? Where did it come in? To my home. To your home. From yes. where? What well, one I ordered from somebody because it was super cool, so I asked for it. <laughs> oh my god! What does that even mean? You, so you, you beg somebody for something for free? No, no, I saw it on their thing, and I'm like, hey, that's, what do you mean you saw it on their thing? Like they were promoting it, right? Yeah. Like a on where? Of, on on like Instagram, Insta? my okay. friend, like it's a friend of mine, right? She's in my building all the time, yeah. and so I'm like, oh my god, that is the coolest thing ever. My brother would love it. And she's like, I got you. Wow. Okay, yeah. so Maury's, Maury starts hustling for Christmas gifts, obviously in August. <laughs> and I've hinted for what I want. Well, oh, what have you hinted? Oh, I really want a coffee grinder. You do? That's like, that's like you have $22. Just go and buy a coffee 50 grinder. 50 bucks at HomeSense. Oh, God. All right. Well, you're not getting that. It took you 12 years to get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jenny. All right, thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, Gerpertap. Yo. What's up? It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, what's up? How you doing, bro? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. All right, I wanted to catch you before you left. This is what uh, Gerpertap texted to us. I've been a fan since I was 13. I am now 22 and planning Oof. to move out to Vancouver soon. You guys always talk about taking the leap, and I'm planning to take it in two years. I'm currently on a tight budget, and I'm saving for a down payment on a condo there or a small house. You guys always bring joy to me when I'm down. You guys are the best. So, Gerpertap, what is taking you to Vancouver? Um, I don't know. I just want to move out of my house. I've been living at home uh, for my whole life a lot, obviously with my parents, but 
I don't know. I just want to move out there because I love Vancouver. Oh, okay. So yeah. you didn't even want to like try to move out of your parents' home? Where, like, where do you live right now? Uh, well, I used to live in Brampton, but then we moved to Orangeville. Okay, so Orangeville, Ontario. So you didn't even want to like yeah. leave where you live now and go somewhere else in the province or even somewhere within the city of Toronto. You're going way out to the other side of the country. Yep. And you have never lived on your own before? Um, I have not, no. Do you know anybody in Vancouver? Uh, I've got family and I've got a couple of friends there. Like oh, close okay. friends? That's good. Um, yeah, they're from work because I work in finance. So yeah. um, my company is like across Canada. So I know a couple of people out there. Oh, okay. So you already have like, are you able to then transfer your position where you are now within your company and still work for the same company, but out in Vancouver? Yep. What's, oh, okay. your, what's, your, nice. what's your social life like here? I don't really go out, obviously, because of COVID and stuff. No, no, but, but before, you, pre-COVID, pre-COVID, what was your social life like? Well, I used to come down to Brampton, to Brampton pretty much every day to do work and then hang out with my cousins or friends here, and then that was about it. Do you have good friends here? Yeah, I've got good friends, yeah. yeah. I, I will say this about moving out for the first time on your own. Um, I don't think people, I, I think that people anticipate freedom and adventure, which it, which is it is all of those things, but I, I don't know if you are prepared enough for the loneliness that happens when you first move out on your own, if you're living alone. Yeah, because you've never been lonely before. You know, you've always lived in a family house, and they don't tell you about the lonely parts. And the lonely parts yeah. are re- the lonely parts are really tough when you first move out on your own. They're really tough. Gerber Tap, can I tell you about the lonely the loneliness I felt? Because I'm reading, I'm like hearing your story, talking about being 22, moving away from home for the very first time to the other side of the country. When I was 22, I moved out of my parents' house in Toronto to go live in Calgary. Mm -hmm. And I come from a very big family and a big group of friends who I would hang out with and we would like party it up every single Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And I went to a city where I knew literally nobody. I had nobody. I didn't really even know the city. I went there just for work. And the only people I knew were the people I worked with. There was no such thing as hanging out with friends, a big group of friends, on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. I was worried about budgeting and making sure I could make rent or that I had enough money to buy groceries or that I had enough money to pay for like friggin' internet and TV. Yep. Yeah, it's tough. I turned down 15 years ago, long time ago, when I just started doing ET Canada, 15 years ago, I turned down a job in Florida where they, they were offering me $250,000 wow. um, 15 years ago. They were going to pay for me to move and pay for a condo for a year. Oh, and, wow. I, and, and, I turned, and I turned it down Wow. because of loneliness. Really? Because I knew how lonely I would be. Um, I knew that it would take me working the hours that they wanted me to work. Um, I knew that it would take me years before I would be able to build any sort of social circle. Yeah. And I knew that I, it was a fantastic job and it was going to pay me you know, great money, more money than I'd ever made at the time. And, uh, and I turned it down because I knew how lonely I would be and I knew that I would be miserable. And even before I like anticipated or could even contemplate making the decision, I'd already said no in my head because I knew that it was just not worth it. So Gerber Tap, this is not saying that you shouldn't 
do what you want to do. It's not to discourage. It's just to set you up for what you may have to look forward to. But I think it's great that as a 22-year-old, you came to the uh, decision on your own that you want to move out because, in my opinion, I think young people uh, in and around your age, as long as uh, you can find the means to get out on your own, should be on your own. I think you need to be independent from living under the same roof as your parents. Uh, And as long as you kind of have all of that, everything that Roz and I were talking about, just be prepared for bits and pieces of loneliness that may happen when you're out there in Vancouver. It's not saying don't do that. No. This is just... FYI, here are all the other things that come along with living on your own in a brand new city that you are kind of familiar with, but you literally have nobody that you're used to having in your life 24 hours a day. Also, groceries are very expensive. Yeah, I know. I, I do the groceries sometimes. <laughs> okay, well, my mom sends me out. And, yeah. <laughs> now, but, but the adventure is amazing. Getting yeah, out on your really own is. is amazing. All that stuff is incredible. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of just, like, make, taking the jump, right? And, and, and jumping. But I just think you need to know there's the one warning, especially for young men, and that is the, the, the loneliness that happens nobody tells you about. But other than that, it is a wonderful adventure, man. It's a wonderful adventure. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun. And you're going to see, you're going to change as a person when you're out there by yourself. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. I have family close by. I have family in Calgary as Perfect. well. So. That's amazing. Are you good with money? Uh, I am, yeah. Yeah? All right. Budget everything before you move out there so you know how much like play money you have. Yeah. I, I'm trying that right now because I know I'm, um, I'm on the road right now too. Yeah. And I do uh, like parcel deliveries, but I'm also doing financial on the side as well. And then I'm working weekends as well. So I'm pretty wow. much working seven days a week. Good wow. for you. Wow. I'll tell you, man, at 22, I didn't have any of that figured out and I was just like wow. barely scraping by oh when I was God. living on my own 22 barely. I, 22 I was walking around Toronto wearing pajama bottoms and cowboy boots <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't afford I, I couldn't afford $333 a month rent was my share oh man right? yeah. yeah you're on a good path though man thank you thank you brother thank you for, for listening I uh, hope you'll be able to uh, still listen once you are in Vancouver I mean it's still like two years away but um, yeah. we are on uh, Kiss Radio in Vancouver, and of course, you can always grab the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yep. Right on, Thank brother. You. you got it, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, what's going on here? Uh, uh, oh, the it's the 17-year anniversary of the Madonna and Britney kiss at the MTV Awards. 17 years? Yeah, man. You remember Man. that? And Christina, sorry, it was the three-way. But but Christina, if you remember, like it was that it was a double kiss, but they cut to crowd reaction, and the Christina kiss was like not shown. No, I know. And then even that after- whole thing, that whole thing, which was this, like this monumental moment in television and pop culture, and I only ever remember. I have to be reminded that Christina Aguilera was there well, because seemed, I only remember it as the Britney Madonna kiss. Well, she seemed more interested in kissing Britney. Like it seemed like she liked that yeah. part more. I think Madonna saw like she knew she had to kiss Britney, right? Yeah, she was gonna kiss Britney. And she was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to, but because everyone was watching, she's like, fine, I'll give you one kiss. No, no, because no if you way. go back and watch, it was playing. They were both right there. Uh-huh. And it was kiss one, kiss the other. But she kissed Britney first, then they cut to crowd reaction. And, and then, then she kissed. And then, and then she kissed Christina during that. Yes. So you never yeah, you know, see she, the Christina kiss. She kissed Christina a lot quicker than she did Britney. <laughs> Stop it. That's what I'm saying. She liked the Britney one more. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, right? But uh, but yeah, no, I always, I always, I always have to be reminded 
reminded that uh, that Christina Aguilera was part of that as well. But yeah, 17 years ago, 2003 is when that happened. Also, wow. 2003 was 17 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So this MTV Awards last night. Yeah. It was, a, it was all pre-taped. They did their best. And some of it was from New York, some of it was shot in L.A., but everything was made to look like it was New York, right? Correct. It and was all the, green screen. All green screen. Everything okay, cool. was green screen. Green screen. And the performances seem like the real, the best part of all of it, right? They, yeah, they had to. Yeah. Okay. Right? They had to. Um, I keep seeing the Gaga clip everywhere with all her masks. Yeah, it's a good thing many, that ma- it's a good thing that masks weren't mandatory on that stage because there's a couple Gaga masks I could tell you right now are not up to code. No, they definitely weren't N95. <laughs> no. no, for sure, for sure. I like she I like the with- statement. I like the statement, but I saw some people going off on Gaga today talking about how one mask just had mesh in the front. They're like you can't wear that's that. I'm like safe. I'm like she didn't have to wear yeah, it. No, that's not she safe. just wore it. Can you imagine if she sneezes? That's it. <laughs> it, no. filter, it filters out anything that is possibly good in a sneeze. <laughs> she had one that had um, horns coming out. It looked like from either side of her mouth. Yeah. And then there were two that looked like she was a, a fighter jet pilot. Right. And then that like she was in Top Gun. And then the pink one with the, the with the mesh one. in the middle. Uh-huh. And then didn't she wear a fishbowl on her head at one point? That's what I saw. Did she? That's what I saw, but only didn't cover her mouth. Not safe, Gaga. <laughs> Come check, on. Check the fishbowl thing. More. Look at just Google Gaga fishbowl. I think I saw a picture of Gaga with a fishbowl on her head. Um, but the, uh, where is it here? How was the performance? How was the Ariana Grande uh, Gaga performance? Oh. Yeah, it was good. Huh? It was good. It was yeah. good. To, like play it on the radio for you because like we already know what the songs sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a visual. Like if you no, get a chance. Well, no, I did. I watched the. I watched all the videos because I because re- early when it's early in the morning, I watch a lot of stuff, but I can't click the audio because I don't want to wake anybody up in the house. Right. So I watched the whole performance. I just didn't listen yeah. to it. Oh well, this is what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they did their best, MTV. Yeah. I thought it was all right. I thought it looked great. I thought the production on it was really good. Um, The performances were good, right? Those were like the real big standouts for everything. Mm Mm-hmm. It just looked like uh, an alternate version of all their music videos. Weekend With, like, a New York background. And they did kind of, I guess, what the NBA is doing. They had fans on screens on their Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had virtual virtual fans God, how do they police that? I get so worried. I get so nervous when I see fans live on Zoom that are also on television. They pre-taped everything so they could correct anything. Yeah, no, I guess so. I guess. But I just get so nervous when they do that, like when NBA does that and like when WWE does that and stuff. Oh, it's the I, get, worst. I get so nervous. I find though, when the WWE does it, yeah. that's when all the trolls come out. Because you don't yeah. really hear stories of fans acting unruly when watching like the NBA. Yeah, because when WWE does it, they have hundreds and hundreds of screens. Like on yeah. NBA, it's not a lot, right? Yeah. But with WWE, it's like hundreds of people. You know what? When I was watching like some of the matches and stuff, yeah. like the amount of screens, it really, and the piped in kind of crowd noise, yeah. it really does look like a regular showing of 
a match yeah. of a TV show. Yeah, I tried to buy a new, I tried to buy a new TV a couple of weeks ago, and everywhere was out. There was no TVs left anywhere. Really? Yeah, and then I started watching things like WWE, and I'm like, oh, that's why. Because they bought, yeah, they bought a hundred thousand. <laughs> everybody's buying <laughs> TVs at like a hundred thousand at a time. Vince McMahon calling up Best Buy, like, yeah. hey pal, <laughs> I, need, I need a TV. How many yeah. do you need, sir? Yeah. All of them. And don't even think about trying to upsell me on that gold-plated <laughs> HDMI cable nonsense. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing? Good. I was watching the Black Eyed Peas performance from the VMAs last night. And you realize how much you miss Fergie? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, no, but they, they put lights in their crotches. Did you see this? I did not. I missed the they end had, of the show. Yeah, they had, they had like white pants on. And then they put these like super bright lights like inside their pants. So it was shining through the crotch oh. of, their, of their white pants. Can I just say? Like, that's a lot of wiring and stuff. Like, I wouldn't want a battery and stuff My husband down immediately there. started Googling how to buy those. How to buy those? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's the pants. I think it might be the underpants that you wear. No, it is. It's like they're wearing some sort of glowy underpants. Yeah, but it's like a bright light. And then they had other lights shining on the stage to make it look like that their crotch lights were even brighter than what they were. And the entire... Overcompensating or what? <laughs> Thank you. Somebody on, had guys. to say it. <laughs> and then the entire choreography for uh. like the first 90 seconds of the song was nothing but air humping. Like, it was bright crotch lights and air humping. <laughs> it was the weirdest performance I had ever like, okay, seen. Okay, we get it. You want us to pay attention. It was so <laughs> Down weird. Down there. It was so weird. Yo, man, you remember when this song was like everywhere? Dude. Everywhere. Everywhere. Like Oprah ditched her own theme song. Yeah. To start using this. Is this the part where they were like air humping? I don't know. Was this the first song they did? No, it was the, yeah, this is the second song, right? Yeah, or whatever it was. I don't know. One of the songs they did, they had like massive, like massive air humping routines. Yeah. But nothing else. Like it was, it was so blatant. Like, you know, you can air hump and then work other bits of choreography into that yeah. so you you're air humping but you're also doing other things yeah this was just straight like air humping like the arms oh. weren't doing anything it was, Which was just hard to do yes that's what they look like <laughs> but only more aggressively like it Maybe was they, they yeah. uh look oh god look at that belly bro <laughs> Like, I think you might like. I know you had a hernia last year, but <laughs> I would. I'm no, I'm no, I'm no doctor, but oh, I would no, advise no. ever I doing that do. again. I never went for surgery. You never. So you still have the hernia. Yeah, I refuse. How does that feel when you air hump like that? It's try. Let's see. No. Oh, that's not good. That's how you air hump, huh? <laughs> Why does your body it's do weird. that? No, do you know what? It's weird. Okay, so here, when I think of air humping, let me yeah. describe to people what's going on right now okay. with Maury. Okay. <laughs> When I describe air, when I when I envision air humping, yeah, I envision an individual standing there, okay, and the pelvis area hooks under and moves forward, like you flip it out, yeah, just when, like this, yeah, yes. When Maury's air humping, imagine this: Maury's pelvis is staying in place, and the rest of his body is moving to give the illusion of air humping. Like sticks out, your shoulders yeah, go down. His pelvis stays in one spot, but the rest of his body is like contorting. <laughs> In and out to give the you illusion know, air of air right? humping. Yeah, this is okay. That is not. Let me see what you're doing there. Come around here and let me look at this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> that's it. All right. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Ander Christensen is a man on a mission from Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, speaking truth to power, they say. So this is the guy that went viral for going into city council and demanding that they pass laws outlawing the term boneless chicken wings when really they're just chicken tenders. I promise I won't take up too much of your time here. My name is Ander Christensen. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as, as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. <laughs> I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. Come on, bro. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. True. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Yes, our children do. are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's true. That's where meat comes from. Yes, it grows sir. on bones. Uh-huh. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken and it's delicious. <laughs> Andrew Christensen, what's up? It's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. What's your beef with chicken? <laughs> Did you not hear? Was so, it not clear enough for you, Mocha? <laughs> How goes the fight? Oh, man. The fight is strong. I found out <laughs> from posting this, or from this video going viral, there are way more secret organizations True. in the world. Yes than I had any idea existed. They're, they're coming for you, all huh? of them have now reached out to me. Yeah, they're coming yeah, for you. Weird. I knew I knew they'd come for you. I knew it. But you must be getting, like, <laughs> supporters out of everywhere reaching out to you now as well. Yeah, I actually had an interview with somebody from Australia yesterday. So you walked up there to uh, city council in Lincoln, Nebraska, and you had obviously this prepared. Now... Uh, we need to tell people right away that you're not a crazy person and that there's a portion of this that is a goof. Although you may feel strongly about chicken wings and boneless chicken wings, um, you're not actually expecting any laws to be passed, correct? Yes. Yeah, so my wife put it best when she responded to somebody saying, uh, yes, he's absolutely serious about chicken wings. Yes. It is a joke. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Yo, dude, so your dad's on city council, right? Oh, yeah. He had no idea what was going to happen, but he knew it was going to be weird. I okay. walked in, he yeah. made eye contact, and he just rolled his eyes. He was like, oh, no. Okay, so what was the conversation <laughs> after? Like, when he went home or when you went home, like, did he text you? Did he call you? Did you call him? Uh, right after the meeting, he actually came up to me, and he was like, yeah, I knew it was going to be weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just introduced me to all of his friends, so. There's a... I feel bad for you that there's a point where you stop thinking that your children are going to publicly embarrass you when they become an adult. You know what I mean? So like his guard has probably been down for years yeah. and you just like <laughs> brought back all this hurt. Show him to his work, embarrass him in front of all his friends. Yeah. He, he totally was expecting that he'd be the first person to make international news, but I had to show him up. So, so I was trying to figure this out, going back to your actual campaign, chicken wings or 
versus boneless chicken wings. I was trying to figure mm. out when the first time I saw on a menu something that read boneless chicken wings instead of chicken fingers. Because up here in Canada, the chicken strips you see every now and then, but historically they've just always been called chicken fingers. Yeah. And I'm tr- I was trying to figure out when, when do you remember boneless chicken wings making its way into our lives? Man, I must have been like, it must have been 10 years ago maybe. What the crazy thing is, is I was talking to a guy from the New York Post, and he told me he's been trying to do investigative research on this, and nobody's been able to give him an answer. <laughs> As to who started it? <laughs> yeah, who started it. He's talking to, like, mass chicken farms and, like, chicken processing plants and stuff, and they're all like, we don't know. We're looking into it. Yeah, no, it had, it, <laughs> Yeah, right, they're looking into it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It had to have been, like, you got it. The, the blame has to lie at the feet of something like a, like a TGI Fridays or one of those places, I'm sure, got the wise idea to say boneless chicken yeah, wings. we need to sell more chicken. What's the next gimmick? Yes, yes. You know, it, it probably has had some something to do with these people coming in and complaining about not wanting bones in their chicken wings right. and some angry man at the fryer just got fine I'll toss them in sauce and there you go yeah and then you get that visual in your head of what a chicken would look like actually without bones <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that uh, you ever see that Gary Larson cartoon where the, the boneless chicken farms and there's just no. these chickens laying on the ground no. in weird positions I don't know I want to see that <laughs> uh, your video is fantastic you have a great sense of humor uh, congratulations on going viral. Are you going to be okay if this is the biggest thing in your life that you do? You know, I decided that it's going to have to be the biggest thing in my life. I've actually announced that I, I, I've announced that uh, I'm running for president and uh, I've good been told you. I'm not allowed to cut my hair. Good so. for you. Good for you, man. Keep fighting the good fight. Andrew Christensen, thank you so much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh no, thank you for having me. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Another one for the record books, Roz. Which is? Uh, there's a couple that broke the record for the world's oldest married couple. Oh, yeah? They're from Ecuador. Like they've been married the longest or the t- no. they're the two oldest individuals who are married? They're the two oldest individuals oh, who are geez. married. So they've been married for 79 years. Julio Cesar Mora Tapia is 110 years old. Come on. Is that and provable? His wife. Yeah, you show them his ID. Yeah, right. They didn't have ID back then. And his wife is 104 years old. Waldramira, sorry, Waldramina, Maclovia, Quinteros. And again, he is 110, she's 104. They've been married for 79 years. They have five kids, 11 grandchildren, 21 great-grandchildren, and nine great-great-grandkids. Jeez, man. 110 and she's 104. Do we know anything about their lives? Like, are they still together in, in the still sense together. that are, are they in a home? Are they... Do I don't they, know if they're in yeah, a home or we not. We don't know any of those details. No. But the conversation of being married for that long came up in the condo of the Dammits last night. Oh. <laughs> and this is how that conversation went. Hello, we have no more paper towel. Check underneath the island. It's been there all week. When has it ever been under the island? You put it there. I didn't put it there. Well, I didn't either, so that, that's the ghost, too. But you're the one that's in charge of where things go. Under the island. It's there. Open your eyes, and you'll see it under the island. Oh. You could have changed it by now and it would have been done. But you're the one that emptied the roll. So I did not empty the roll, paper towel. It wasn't towel. me. I didn't see the paper towel. You had a paper towel oh, the on the towel when we got home. I changed it. 
Hello? You want a medal? Did you know there's a couple that broke the world record for being married for 79 years? We will not last a month with this for that long. Don't you want to break the world record at least? Oh my god, you're annoying me today. 75 years, that could be us. I'm gonna die before then because you're gonna give me a heart attack. I want to be that couple. I don't. Put me that coffin. <laughs> They're in the picture celebrating, kissing each other on the forehead. Goodbye. You, could, work you could feel the love. Bye-bye. I would like to feel the love. Can you please go? I'm literally trying to work. I love you. Mm. I love you. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> the most interesting part of that, nice fight, by the way. Uh, the most interesting part of that, play it back from the beginning and I'll tell you when to stop it. Okay. Hello, we have no more paper towel. Check underneath the island. It's been there all week. When has it ever been under the island? You put it there. I didn't put it there. Well, I didn't either, so that, that's the ghost too. Okay, You're stop that right there. What else gets blamed on a ghost in your house? Everything more says. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We're getting closer to uh, drones being able to deliver. I know. Amazon packages. They were approved in the States at least, but they're still taking time, Amazon is, to test out the technology and get the right drones to be able to, as they say, deliver items to your backyard if you live in a house within 30 minutes of uh, placing the order. Here's the problem, though. Up to five pounds. Yeah, that's the problem. So Amazon is now going to be able to deliver things that you should be able to get fairly quickly on your own anyway. Mm -hmm. Like the examples that I saw in the story were cat food and toothpaste. <laughs> I oh. do not need drone technology to deliver cat food and toothpaste. Yeah, I have car technology for that. Yes. <laughs> Is somebody outside, like, with the remote for the drone? No, no, no. No, no, no. it's, it's GPS just... programmed. Oh, I just imagine someone was, like, on your lawn, like... But why wouldn't they, why wouldn't why would that, they... that guy then just come and deliver it? Well, I don't have all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> I just have the oh, questions. Oh, we got Amazon delivery yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, to, the way I see it is, if I place multiple things in my cart, right? Yeah. Why not wait for all those things to be available and then deliver it? I understand I pay for Prime, which is great, yes, right? Yes. But we ordered like, we had like five things in our cart the other day. Yeah. Two days ago. And then yesterday, one of those things showed up. Right. And when the guy showed up to deliver it, I saw the look on his face. Okay. Because I was in the garage. Yeah. Was and he not happy? No. Oh. Because it was a small, it was no bigger than this notebook. Yeah. And it was like a box of... Small garbage, uh, garbage bags. Garbage bags? Yeah. Because we had placed an order for other household items. Right. Right? And that was like, I guess, the only thing that maybe they had at the warehouse. But usually they filled up, because like, Matthew's Amazon arrived yesterday and it was a box filled with the most random things. Like they, I guess, went around and find all of his, his stuff and put it in one box. Well, because, and, that, and people complain, I know they complain a lot about getting a small item in a larger box or whatever it is, but yeah. the, the boxing isn't determined by the size or weight of the actual item you're purchasing. The boxing is determined by the system that they use to adequately fill a truck. So that, oh, okay. so that's why you sometimes order that. something small and it's in a big box gotcha. because the proper sort of Tetris dimensions that they need to fill that truck uh -huh. requires that size Wouldn't of a box. Wouldn't you be able to fit more boxes if they were all smaller in the truck? 
but not everything can go in a small box, Maury. <laughs> Sometimes you order big things that require big boxes, and then you have a hole, and you can't just put one little tiny thing in that hole. You Sometimes you have to fill the hole with something no, that Mocha's fits the hole. No, but little box could like sit on the drive or passenger seat of the guy's truck. Oh, so, the, well, so that's sure the one that's going to be. I'm sure that truck, though, had stuff on. I've seen guys or girls from Amazon show up in a van and like even their passenger seat is like full of like tiny little boxes. Yeah, yeah. No, so I don't know about this drone stuff though, man. I don't know. I also, don't know. Also, if you live in a condo, I how do they know. do the drone? Well, you're, you're not going to be able to take part. Yeah. I think if you live in a condo. Can it go on my balcony? You're, no, you know, no, you're not allowed to take part. On, and I don't know because some cities have like streetcar wires and yeah. like, I don't like I just I don't know I don't know like I, I can buy toothpaste I don't need like if you can deliver something substantial to my house with a drone right right that's like cool. if you ordered like a miter saw yes right thank you right yeah and I don't want to would drop that off for thank you. you thank you like I did that in the summer skis right you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> like I don't <laughs> I don't want to have to go find a ski store in the city because uh-huh. I know there's no place downtown that sells skis so then I got to go out to the suburbs I I don't want to do that. Like, I would like it if a drone delivered skis. Not that I ski. Uh-huh. They would probably... Well, just so you had the option. Just so I had the <laughs> option. But I don't need cat food uh. and toothpaste <laughs> via drone technology. Yeah. To me, that seems excessive. Almost it really lazy. does. Yeah, it just it just seems it just seems excessive. So I don't know. I would like the tech if it, you know, became substantial and you could actually get everything done by drones. Uh-huh. But I also don't want to go in the yard and wait for the drone because I don't trust drones. I've seen too many kids' movies where the drones are the culprit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just don't I don't just hovering know. there watching it. Yes. <laughs> Weirdo. Weird. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See that twelve year old that took his dad's SUV for a ride last night? Going where? He took it from the parking lot of the building they lived in. Yeah. And just joyriding? For two hours. What? They got him on the highway. He's got nowhere to go, bro. (laughs) Come on, at 12? At 12. And then I guess people started seeing somebody driving erratically in and out of traffic. Yeah. And somebody started following them. And while on the phone with 911, and I guess they had already reported that the SUV went missing along with a 12-year-old kid. But when they when they got the kid, like the car was fine, the kid was fine. He's in a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, you are grounded, Mister. Twelve. <laughs> twelve. I'm to think back. Twelve. The worst thing I did when I was twelve. Oh man, I was a bad kid. So there's a lot. Like even if you get a license, you're not allowed to drive on the highway. No, not at all. Let alone being twelve. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I remember when I got my permit. Yeah. When my folks would leave and go out, yeah. I would go and get the spare key. No. Where it was the quote-unquote hidden spot in the office. Where was the hidden spot? Oh, it was like in does a he, dish. Does he still use it for stuff? Yeah. yeah. It was in a dish on top of the filing cabinet. <laughs> yeah. God, nobody would ever look there. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Yeah. Trust me. I saw you put the key there. And I used to take the car out all the time. Did you? Yeah. But what would you do? Like, just go and... I'd go drive to my friend Dean's house. Really? And then we'd, like, just drive around the neighborhood. Just cruise. Yeah. Wow. Just for, like, an hour, and wow. then i come right back. Wow. But there was one time I remember, and it didn't scare me. I don't know why, but now that I think about it, it was so dangerous. I took a corner like pretty fast and yeah. the tire started screeching. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, see, I would not, I never did anything like that. But I'll tell you, it's video games because I had been playing car video games my whole life because uh-huh. I didn't get my driver's license that I was, how old? Like 40. Two years ago. Four, Two summers ago, right? Yeah, 44, 43, 44, uh-huh. 44. 
I didn't get my license till then. But uh, my whole life, I just played uh, car video games. Started out with pole position on the <laughs> Commodore, right? That was the first one. The uh-huh. tech wasn't that great. But as car video games got better, and the more intense they got and the more into car video games I got with like learning your angles and because you get points, right? Mm -hmm. With all these video games and you can only win races when you actually know how to corner and know how to stop and know how to, all this stuff. Driving a car, when I got my license at 40, I, I literally sat behind the wheel and after I finished driver's ed in my 40s, <laughs> yeah, the driver's ed instructor dropped me, off, dropped me off at my house, even though I asked him if he could put the big drivers, young drivers of Canada thing in the trunk while I was in the car, and he would not. <laughs> no, sir. This is my job, man. I was, like, I was like, bro, I'm cool. I'm cool if the young drivers thing is on the car while you're teaching me, but like, can we stop a block away from my house and you just like grab it and yeah. throw it in the back or, seat? You know what? While I'm you drop me off. I can walk as yeah, I can walk, yeah. I can walk. Anyway, so I remember getting out of the car <laughs> after my young driver's instructor dropped me off at home at 44. Uh-huh. And I remember I closed the door and I'm walking up to the house and I was like, God damn, it is like Gran Turismo. It is just like a video game. Driving is just like a video game. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Razamoka. All right. I grew up in uh, the East Coast, and it feels like a totally different world down there. But, uh, like, I had access at that age to my dad's vehicle. He'd go out on a Friday night, Saturday night to the Legion, to the country dance. And, you know, I'd be sitting in there cleaning the 30-odd sticks, get bored with that, put that away, grab the keys, go drive around the country for a bit. No younger or older. I'm probably around the same age. Twelve? Yeah, man. Like, I was just way of life. Like, you know, back out in the bush, we'd be hunting or getting firewood. I would drive all day long for my dad. So I learned <laughs> quite a different way than most people in Ontario. Yeah. yeah, but you weren't, hey, man, you weren't, uh, <laughs> hey, caught that. man. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I forgot who I was talking to. Yeah, yeah you're I not alone. That. Most people feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't out, like, cruising and, and like, getting into trouble or, or doing no, it for mischievous no, reasons. Like yeah. So, like, my aunt would call my dad, like, oh, why were you driving aimlessly around the neighborhood last night? He's like, what are you talking about? I was out at the dance for six hours, <laughs> and that's how I ended up getting busted. You'd go you'd go driving around town while your dad was at a Legion dance? Oh yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's awesome. It's quite a different place down there. Like when you're in the East Coast, you're when you say when you say East Coast same country. Pause for one second. Pause for one second. Pause for one second. When you say East Coast, where are you talking? Uh Fredericton, New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Okay, cool. It's beautiful out there. It is absolutely gorgeous. Like the how polite people are, the camaraderie, it's just absolutely amazing. It's a total different feel, but unfortunately there's no work to make any good money down there, so yeah. that's Oh well, that, that's like that's like all the Newfoundlanders. They they would always just do that trip from Newfoundland to Calgary, right. go go work in oil right. or Alberta, go work in oil, and then fly back and chill out for the winter, and then yeah. go back and fly out and work the. That was the, there was a line that would just they would go from Newfoundland to Alberta and nowhere in between. Wow, and that I was will, that's I the work life. Work with uh, quite a few cod kissers, and uh, they uh, <laughs> they're saying there's more work down there these days. Like I don't know what the difference is. Maybe there's a gas line or they. Found oil or something, but apparently there is quite a bit of work in Newfoundland right now. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Awesome. What's your what's your, uh, what's your Jesus, name? Man. I don't want to ask. It sounds racist. What's what, your a, co- name? a cod kisser? Oh, I thought he said. Okay, I thought he said something else. No, no, I'm cod, not gonna replace. No, cod kisser. I'm not gonna repeat it. Yeah, fish. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought you said something else, and I was gonna say. Oh no, no, no. Okay. And uh, yo, just to let you guys know, I, I keep hearing everybody say they're your number one fans, but I I listen to your guys' show and I hate the music. I actually just listen to four hours of music that I hate the most just to listen to you two guys. Uh, that is dedication. <laughs> Thank that you, brother. You know we got dedication. much love for you. And between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, Maury, because he's a dipstick like my wife. Wow. Oh, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He reminds me of my wife. It drives me insane. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like love. (laughs) You're all amazing. I love listening to all you. I I really don't have a favorite. You guys make my morning every morning. Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. You take care. Take care, bro. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, is Adele uncancelable? What do you mean? Well, go on in with Adele. <laughs> she is, though, right? Adele is uncancelable. Yeah, she can do whatever. Yeah. And, like, no they, one will say anything. They, they started coming for her. So, Adele, there was a picture of Adele yesterday in uh, Notting Hill. And where, I guess, this time of year, they do their, there's a carnival festival, carnival festival. And so, Adele posted a picture of herself wearing a bikini top that had the Jamaican flag on it and Bantu knots, which is, how do you say that? Bantu knots? Yeah? Her hair all done up. And these yeah. little, she looked like a Tombly Boo from uh, In the Night Garden. <laughs> <laughs> and she had those little, she had those little knots on, yeah. the, on the top of her head. And then everybody immediately went at her for cultural appropriation and everything else. And then the defenders came out to, said, to just like protect Adele at all costs. But you know that if that was Kylie Jenner... Oh, <laughs> like Kylie Jenner may not be with us this morning. Yeah, no, they'd be asking the president about her. Right? Yes, <laughs> but Adele is Adele. Adele seems uncancelable to me. I, that I is don't the know, love man. That I saw that picture. I didn't see. Adele. I didn't see anything wrong with it. No, right? I don't. See, I mean, you know me with that stuff. I, I, I don't. I always find it difficult to. The, the line between sort of appreciation and adoration versus appropriation is uh, sometimes very clear to me and sometimes it's not. But I think that when somebody is doing what Adele did with the hair and the bikini and everything else, to me, that was a sign of appreciation. Mm-hmm. She wasn't trying to say that she invented it. No, right? not at all. So I don't, it's not like she goes out in public like that all the time. No, and, right? then, I, and then I also understand that some for some people, they just feel that uh, you know all of that is a, is a no-go. But, uh, but it's interesting. Sham, come in here for one second. I, what, what for me your, personally, I feel... I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. So, what was what were your thoughts when you Mocha when you first saw it? First, oh, first of all, first of all, everybody thought it was Katy Perry. Yeah, it really right. did yeah. look like Katy yeah. Perry. People didn't even think it was uh, Adele. Yeah. Uh, Shem, I, what are your thoughts? Wagwan. Wagwan. Shem. Wagwan. I had no problem with it. Honestly, no, right? I, I think there's something. Adele has always sort of shown, I think, appreciation for, in this case. Um, black culture and, and Caribbean culture. She she rants and not rants, but she sort of raves about Beyonce constantly. She's never been sort of the type to um, disrespect anybody. I don't think right. so. I, I I honestly think it has to do with the individual. I agree with you. If Kylie Jenner had done that, yeah, yeah, 
Not yeah. good. No, no. Yeah, but Kylie do something recently, like two weeks ago. Didn't oh, she? She, she posted something and then had to delete yeah, it. Yeah. But like, what about if you're? What about if a coworker goes to Jamaica on vacation and then comes yeah. back with their hair braided? It happens. That they the got time. done on the beach. Yeah. But is that okay? <laughs> I think that I personally don't care. Right. Yeah. I think that's fine. Because to me, that's part of the experience of Jamaica, sure. right? Like you go, like you're down there, and you want to like experience it. You want to like get into the culture and stuff. And then they're on the beach, and they're like four dollars to your whole family. Yeah. That is a deal that's very. Different difficult to say no to for sure yeah. I, I would say if, if, if Adele came back and just decided to put out a reggae album yes. firstly that'd be kind of fire right. not gonna lie thank you but if she came up with like an accent and she started putting on the whole like you know what was it uh, oh, Ali G yeah, yeah. Oh. Hanks type <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. then that'd be a little bit different but I still don't think that they would cancel her for that she could show up in a do-rag and a tracksuit with an accent and I still people would be like oh my god Adele is so awesome <laughs> <laughs> our queen is back <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast. And uh, Adele broke her silence last night uh, about her cultural appropriation scandal. Uh, so she broke her silence during the Brandy and Monica versus on Instagram Live. So Adele jumped into the comment section and simply wrote Wagwan. <laughs> <laughs> what a troll. I love it. She went Wagwan. I don't know how to say this. Can you, I, can somebody has to help me out with this. She okay. wrote, she wrote Wagwan. Yeah. Yao Gyal, G-Y-A-L. Gal. Gal. Uh, you look good enough. Yeah. yeah. You look good enough. Okay. So that's what she wrote. <laughs> yeah. In the comments. <laughs> and then dipped. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you want to hear um, Chet Hanks's response to Adele? Yo. With the uh, Jamaican bikini and the... Bantu knots in her hair. Because we know Chet Hanks, son of Tom Hanks, always busts out the the patois, right? Like we know oh, that. He's notorious we... for it. Big up, big up the whole island, massive. It's your boy Chet and I, coming straight from the Golden Gloves, you know what I'm saying? We've seen his father Tom Hanks position in a while, too far, what come? Big up, tune in. Right? Shabba Hanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's the best. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Hanks. So they tried their best to cancel Adele for the look and it didn't work and everybody loves Adele and she's all good. But uh, this was Chet Hanks' response to Adele. Now keep in mind at the end of this yeah. what you don't what you won't hear is him mouthing the words get in my DMs. Okay? Oh. Okay, so here is here's Chet Hanks responding to Adele. Adele, Adele, Adele. You know I say me a prayer from long time, but after me see a picture I dead, mm, it's sweet me. Me not tell no lie, my girl. Ear style fit you. Big up yourself. <laughs> I have to listen to it again. There's a lot of Jamaican I understand. Yeah. I know a lot of Jamaicans. Okay. I fully, fully understand when they speak to me. Yeah. With a strong, hard patois. Yeah. Chet, had a little bit of trouble with. Yeah. Adele, Adele, Adele. You know I say me a prayer from long time, but after me see a picture I dead, mm, it's sweet me. Me not tell no lie, my girl. Ear style fit you. Big up yourself. Okay. Okay, hold on. Translation. Here. Yes. 
Okay, so we know that. Adele, yeah, yeah, Adele, Adele, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, send me a prayer from long time. Okay, so I've been uh, watching you for a long time. Okay. All right? Yeah. I've been paying attention. I've been noticing. Okay, yeah. I've been watching you for a long time. But after me see a picture of deck. And then I saw a picture of you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. mm, it's sweet, man. All right, it's sweet. Yeah, I get that. I like it. I'm down. Yeah. I'm not telling a lie, my girl. Okay, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie to you right now. Yeah, okay. The hairstyle fits you. The hairstyle fits you. Oh, oh, that's right. what he said. Big up yourself. All right, big up yourself. <laughs> right? Everybody knows. Adele, Adele, Adele. You know, say me a prayer from long time, but after me see a picture of Adek, mm, it's sweet me. I'm not telling a lie, my girl. Your style fit you. Big up yourself. Hey! <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. UFO spottings are up and have gone up since the pandemic started, Roz. Yep. According to data from the uh, nonprofit National UFO Reporting Center, this year, UFO spottings are up 51% over last year at this time. Now, is that because we're just all at home? Yes. A lot of this spiked in April when, especially in the U.S., when everyone was locked down and quarantined. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Peter Davenport, the director of the National UFO Reporting Center, said this, in a time of crisis, we look elsewhere for salvation, even if it means looking to the stars. And then a January poll by Ipsos Reid found that uh, 57% of Americans think that there is intelligent life on other planets, while 45% believe UFOs exist and have visited Earth. Mm-hmm. There's been so much evidence. I think that a lot of this has to do with the fact that since pandemic, since corona happened, there have been three or four huge stories, like New York Times cover stories, where people with knowledge have admitted the existence of air, like UFO crafts mm-hmm. or those pilots that said that they saw UFOs. Like we're this year has been crazy because we got like a more information in the past eight months about UFOs than I think we have in the past decade or I think, more. I think it's because the Earth is quieter because we're all self isolating that the aliens are like, hey, now's our chance. No man, they've been here a while more. Oh yeah, you've you met one, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I have a legit good question. Yeah. So UFOs are only... Could UFO- you imagine that the aliens came, right? Uh-huh. The aliens showed up like today. Yeah. And Maury with that new haircut is the first human that they meet. <laughs> and that, that, that then gives them their impression of yeah. what people are like. They're like, nah, fam, we're good. No, we're then out. they... We're yeah, no, you know what I mean? No, we're out. <laughs> then we're they out. morph I'm, themselves I'm into actually this. starting to think that, Maury, that you may be an alien because that haircut looks like you read how to cut hair from a book. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that yourself? No, it did it itself. What do you mean, what do you it, mean did it, it did it itself? Did it. Who cut the sides? Oh, my stylist, George. Really? Yeah. Is he an alien? <laughs> Is that the first time he ever touched now, hair? I think the problem, I mean, you're wearing a mask, right? I don't think you can see fully all of what you're doing while no, cutting no, hair no, with no, a mask. No. Was he wearing the mask around his eyes? No, but you can't well, really... did he cut your hair with a butter knife? <laughs> hey. No, no, no. It's, no, no, it's very... No, because it looks... what it, I, think, I think what the issue is, and I have the same issue, which is uh, I wash my hair so infrequently that when I do go to get a haircut... Uh, 
um, they she'll wash it, and then for a couple of days afterwards, I have poofy, freshly cleaned hair, which I hate. I oh. hate that. I hate freshly cleaned hair. Well, and Maury right now has very poofy, freshly cleaned, combed out hair. Did he cut the top? George cut the top. No, no, off? he's leaving because no. we're trying to grow it really long. Who's we? Uh, George and I. You guys are both trying to grow your hair very long. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Wait, why? So you can put it in a ponytail on the top? I just want to see what I look like with a man bun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so, yeah, so families are allowed back in the bubble now mm-hmm. or into the bubble. Uh, Fred Van Vliet's. Girlfriend, wife? I don't know. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Posted a video of uh, one of his kids running up to him down the hallway of uh, the hotel. That's super cute. It's so cute. Who is that? I love you, Daddy. Oh, so Oh, they're just you, so excited. Do you think all these players were mad cleaning up? Or what? Because their families were coming? Because I don't know what it's like for the basketball players, but the hockey players in the bubble, like the ones at uh, Hotel X and the Royal York, yeah. you don't get maid service. Oh, so you got to do clean up on your you own. You clean up on your Man, own. You know them beds haven't been made since like, <laughs> right? they got there, right? Yeah, so do you think a bunch of NBA players who got big games today? Oh, for sure. like, yeah, they're like, okay, what time are they come? Okay, like, cool. like massive cleanup. Yeah, but they, you know Oof. what? I did it like an hour before. What would a room look like if you had no, like, honestly, even though I know you're a fairly clean guy. Yeah. But if I had to live in a hotel room for how long they've been in the bubble now? Two months? 60 days? If I had to live in the same hotel room for 60 days with no maid service, I have no guarantees what that room would be like. And I don't like sitting in my own filth, but I think after a point, Wait, with no maid service, does that also mean the bathroom doesn't get cleaned? Yeah, you have to clean it. I imagine they bring they would, you like I imagine they, yeah, they, I'm sure they, they bring, bring you stuff, like right? a pair of rubber gloves in a bucket and you know the bathrooms like have clean like they got like, there, right? Like a toilet brush, <laughs> some Windex, roll of paper towel. Yeah. I don't know if I could. I bet be. you those supplies are still sitting in the box. <laughs> yeah. In the corner. Yeah. I probably just got open yesterday. Yeah. And I'm a responsible person, like, uh-huh. a, like a fairly responsible person, but I don't know if left alone for 60 days in a hotel room, if I would have the energy or the will to wash or the, the mirror. To wash the mirror. Yeah, the no, bathroom mirror. Full of toothpaste. Oh, splash. It would look like outer space. <laughs> like, it would look like you're staring at a constellation. It would just be like it would just be like, like looking up at a starry sky. There'd I be so the many dipper right yeah. there. It's the North Star. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catherine stole the blankets last night. So you're laying there like buck ass naked? No. In cold? No, I I went to bed actually last night with a t-shirt on. Okay. Because my shoulders got too cold the night before. Your shoulders got cold. My okay. shoulders got too cold, right? <laughs> like, we, Nothing else? That's the, so weird. Just my shoulders. Not your chest? No, because my chest is covered, right? But I'm so much larger. Catherine sleeps so differently than I do. We don't sleep the same. Okay. And I think that that's the problem. She scooches like way down in the bed. Like, like towards she, the foot of the bed? Yeah, she starts sleeping with her head on the pillow. Uh-huh. When she wakes up, her head is like eight inches below where her pillow is. Oh, wow. Like okay. she's, she's, Does she, she move a lot? She, I mean, I guess she, she does. She worms her way down uh-huh. the bed. And then so she the blankets sleeper, go like with she, her. She gets, uh, like she curls up into a ball? Um, yeah. Or but she just we, scooches down? No, usually when I find her, 
I'll get up and then I'll go get ready and then I'll go back into the bedroom. And she's lying face down, uh-huh. like completely flat on her stomach with one leg bent in the air. Really? St- sticking out of the blankets. In the air, though? In the air. Yeah, That's completely. So she's on her stomach and then one leg is bent up. So her foot is out of the blankets. Yeah. Right? <laughs> sticking up. And she's sound asleep. Completely sound asleep. One foot in the air. Always. Is she always on that? Always. Every, like, I would say three times a week. You I ever ask her about it? She doesn't know. She's sleeping. She, oh. she denied <laughs> for a long time until they started taking pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it's super dark in my room, so I got to use flash. Yeah. Oh, no. Right? Oh, like, she's never woken up to the flash, but yeah. I can only imagine that. Well, is there a worse way to wake up? Than getting a flash? Than get with a flash. Yeah, I know. Right? Is there, there a possible... I'm trying to think if there would be a worse way to be woken like, up. Maybe being like with scared awake. Yeah, like, my brother used to do that to me all the time. Really? Oh my God. <laughs> my bro- If I had to get up for anything and I fell asleep, my brother was the worst. I would be sound asleep somewhere and he would sneak into the room, right? Yeah. And he would take one of his feet and he would put it right on the corner of my bed. Uh-huh. And then he would just like with all his weight pushed down on the corner of my bed. So he'd sneak in, and as he pushed down on the corner of my bed, he'd go, wake up! <laughs> <laughs> oh. so and it, it ruins your day. Yeah. Right? It ruins, it is the, like, nothing is going to go right it's, for it you. you nothing is, yes, the whole day. Nothing is going to go uh, right for you after somebody wakes you up like that, right? <laughs> and the worst part was, is I would look at him like getting ready to shake my fist, and he'd just be already walking away. <laughs> right? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> I'd say getting water spilled on you would be a pretty but, bad way. But who does that, though? At camp. Overnight camp. They throw water on you? Of course they do. God, your parents would sue now if an overnight camp threw water on a kid. Completely. You can't do that now. Oof, That, or when they put whipped cream in your hand and then tickle you or something. That's a a prank. They tickle your nose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then you, what, you're supposed to hit your face and you're supposed to, like, smack your face with a... You're supposed to, you do. Yeah. I I don't think that's ever happened. That happens in movies. I don't think it's ever happened in real life. When you sleep then, Roz, how, what's your, like... Position like, and you move. Okay, so I sleep like, we have a thing in the house where, because sometimes Roxy will still crash with us, right? And we have a thing in the house called chopsticks and starfish, right? So the rule is no starfish, only chopsticks. So if you're going to crash, you've got to like be like one stick in the middle of the bed. Uh That's it. And if you start starfishing, you're out. Right? Yeah. Like no spreading around, no arms on me, no legs over me, no punching me, no nothing. Right? Yeah. As soon as you start starfishing, you're out. And, uh, and then so for me, I sleep on about eight inches of the bed. Okay. Right? On the very, very edge of the bed. Yeah. Like the very edge. I'm almost falling off the bed all the time. Like, I, I ride that edge. My kneecap is off the end of the bed. Really? Right? So Catherine basically has the entire bed to herself. Like the entire bed to herself one leg up in the with air. a one leg up in the air and I sleep on this tiny little thing. And then that's why if she gets too close, sometimes when she's sleeping, she gets a little too close. Not that I have a problem with her getting a little too close, but I start to feel crowded and then I have to like, <laughs> I'm, I'm elbowing her away, right? So she's fun to cuddle with, but yeah, no, in the morning, it's, it's, she's face down nine inches below her pillow with one leg in the air. And then I take pictures of her. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, Roz. Well, what would you do? What do we do? What do we do? Happy anniversary, Bay. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's our anniversary, and it's also mine and Catherine's anniversary. It's also uh, my mom and dad's anniversary. Yeah, that's crazy. August thirty first. Yeah, it was eleven years ago today that we launched the Roz and Mocha Show. Yeah, on Kiss ninety two five in Toronto. This is uh, 
the longest show that I've been on. Right. And also the longest relationship I've ever had. Oh, look at you. You and me are longer than Jenna and uh, and I. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, and I'm always going to be your longest relationship. Yeah. So thank you, Ross, <laughs> for being a part of my life. Uh, and, thank you. Uh, this show is, is is everything. And thank you to everyone, whether you've been with us since like day one or just a couple of years, or maybe you like discover the Roz and Mocha show over the summertime mm-hmm. or like today's your first day listening. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being a part of the experience. It's the best. Yeah. It is the best. It is great. I'd like to say it's been awesome because it has been awesome, but it just is awesome. It just is like it's currently in and just will forever be uh, great. I think that we hit at a time when things were different. The world was different. We're like the the show that started before social media. Yeah. Right? And sort of like old school. And then we sort of, you know, rode that wave all the way through it. I think that everybody who's sort of coming up after, it's just, it's everything is just a different world right now. And the people that have been with us since the beginning, because we hear from them every single day. Yeah. As wonderful as those stories are, they're also a little bit terrible because, you know me, I hate hearing stories of, you know, I was 11 and now I'm a lawyer with three kids. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, hate, I hate hearing those stories. <laughs> I know. And I used to listen to you yeah. when I was a kid. Now my yeah. kids and I listen. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, uh, and even, even when like actors come in, like when Stefan James comes in, he's like, yeah, I grew up listening to you. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Also, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, shut up, like, but shut up, man. <laughs> or um, what's our buddy's name? Played Aladdin. He used to listen to the show a lot. Oh, me and him Suit, yeah, suit, yeah, yeah, right? he, yeah. He's a he's another one that uh, that grew up listening to the show. So it's like it's, so it's really really great. And the people who do listen to the show, we cannot thank you enough. And I and I know that you know that we appreciate you, but I just don't know to the degree because the appreciation that we have for every single person who has ever shared any ounce of their time with us is just you mean the world. Right, absolutely. You make me cry. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Keep your asses on that side, USA. For a little bit longer, uh, the border closure extends to September 21st, which I'm very happy about. As it should. And then hopefully as we get closer to September 21st, I'll say it's been extended to December 31st. And as we get closer to December 31st, I'll say all of 2021. Wow. I'm good, man. I'm good. You want it like... Lock the Locked hell down. down. Yeah. Here's the confusion, though. You There's can no still confusion. fly. Yeah, but you have to do quarantine protocols. Yeah, you right? can fly, but you still have to, like everywhere else, you got to quarantine because for like 14 days. I'm noticing people with luggage and stuff in the lobby of my building, and allegedly they're going to quarantine. But I'm like, yeah. if if you're if the border's closed, everything should be closed. Yeah, but you can also fly to Calgary. I know, but I mean, I guess it's within the country. You can't really stop that. I know, but you're seeing luggage. Yeah, how do you know they're coming from the States? Oh, because I call down and ask. You call down and what? ask? Yeah. Ask Hold who? On. For the interest of my own safety, I would like to know. So I call security going, where are those people from the, with the luggage from? <laughs> and what the security God. say? Maury, they're from the U.S. They're going to self-quarantine. So they're going to what? They're self-quarantining in your building? Like in their unit they're renting or whatever. Did you ask right? which yeah. floor they're on? Oh, they won't tell me that. 
Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> How many times a day are you calling down to security for them called, to, to, to be like, Maury, they're from wherever, or Maury, this, 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 and this? I called three times yesterday because people with luggage are sneaking in the back door. Someone will come down and open the back door for them so they're not checking in with security. Oh, jeez. <laughs> What's the deal when you are flying within Canada? Do you still have to quarantine and stuff? I know there are certain provinces, provinces that require you to self-quarantine. Yeah. I don't think all of them. No, I, I think, think the East Coast them. is still in lockdown, but I East think the Coast West is still Coast in lockdown. Is... You can travel in the East, but you have to lock it down for 14 days. And what about if you're going, say, from like Vancouver to Toronto or Toronto, Vancouver? That I don't know. I have a feeling it may change because over, I think it was over the weekend, all these flights going back and forth from Toronto to Calgary yeah. and back and forth, there was like a couple of cases. Oh, God. Well, then the, the new story from WestJet is if you refuse to wear a mask, you go on a no-fly list for a whole year. <sighs> like a terrorist? Oh, no. too much, man. It's too much. Uh, a no-fly list for a year. Yeah. Then wear the mask. God, come on. How am I supposed to get drunk on a plane? That's why I'm not flying anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Sarah, welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. Hi. Okay, Sarah, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha fix my life. Uh, my boyfriend and I recently broke up and we have a dog together. When I ended things, he got on a plane, went to Vancouver and told me that I could keep the dog. A week and a half later, he calls me and tells me he's coming back to Toronto and has decided he's taking the dog. I said, no, uh, but we can share the dog. He said that he doesn't want to share the dog, so we flipped the coin. Stupid, I know. And it landed on Tails, which is the one I chose. But he quickly picked up the coin when he saw that he lost the coin flip again and it turned and turned it so it landed on heads. Oh he then took the dog, left, and now refuses to give me the dog back. What can I do to get the rights back for my dog? Uh, we shared the vet bills, food bills, everything, so there isn't much for me uh, to claim I own him. Where'd you get the dog from? Um, a breeder. Okay. When <laughs> you went and picked up the dog and had to sign away, like, uh, sign all the paperwork, right? So it wasn't like a registered breeder. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Okay. To- how much how much how much did, how much did you pay for the dog? Uh like eight hundred, I think. Okay. Who took the money out of their out of the bank to pay for the dog? I did. It's your dog. Yeah, your dog. You bought that dog. Yeah. However, he has possession right now. Doesn't matter. It's your dog. It's your you dog. How do for I get the dog. Back? Then you call a lawyer. Yeah. You get a bank statement. You say, this is the date that we went and picked up the dog. You can see by whatever. And you say, this is how much mm-hmm. we paid for the dog. And uh, I took out the $800 and I paid for the dog. And you can get a testimonial from the woman who sold you the dog or the guy who sold you the dog. And you give yeah. that you give that to a lawyer and then they'll drop a paper and then he's going to have to give you back the dog. It's your dog. Yeah. Don't you think that will take a while, though? Like, I think. With Do I think something that involves lawyers will take a while? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be forever. Uh, like, like a week. Do a little. Like a week, you're good. Um, no, it depends. Like how? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you could, you could. Here's before you even get before you even get to that. Right? Is is it costs you nothing uh, initially to contact a lawyer? Okay, so mm-hmm. what I would do is I would contact a lawyer. I would say, here's the situation that I'm in. What are the resources? What do I need to collect as far as information in order to give it to you to get the dog back? The lawyer will probably tell you what you need to get for them so they can start putting it all together. At that point, you can tell him and remind him of what the law is and how the mm-hmm. law looks at ownership of a pet because it's property. It's like a VCR. Yeah. 
Maybe yeah. vis- maybe VCR. Maybe VCR is like the wrong the wrong example. It's like uh, it, it's it's like a snow globe or an ottoman. Okay, it's it's it's, it's television. It's like a television. Yeah. Right. How old are you, Sarah? Twenty-eight. All right. You know what a VCR is? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, you're like, yeah. My grandpa had one back in the day. It's what your dad used to watch porno on. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. So and then at that point, even before you pay a lawyer money, what I would consider doing is just uh, sending all of that to him and just say, hey, just so you know, uh, legally, this is the ground that I'm on right now. Um, if I do this, there is no chance. It's not even up for debate. There is not even a fight. This is 100% my dog. I paid for the mm-hmm. dog. They will tell me it's my dog and then it is going to be up to you to return the dog at your own expense. So we can either go through lawyers or you can just do the damn thing right now. Yeah. He thinks because you've paid for more of the vet bills that that doesn't it matter. Doesn't matter. Equals his Dog. No, you still paid no. for that. That's why I was asking about paperwork because if you yeah. had the actual paperwork from the breeder like whose name is on the bottom of that paper as the purchaser mm-hmm. of the dog, it would have been mm-hmm. you, right? You said you're the one that took out the hand, 800 bucks from uh, from yeah. the bank. So that dog technically belongs to you. Yeah, and I have like the proof from the bank statement. So. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, so you, you need oh. that. And as far as like bills and stuff like that, you know, if you've ever contributed to or whatever a bill, that that's sort of like joint expenses on a thing, yeah. right? Yeah. But it comes down to, and even if he gave, like even flip this around, because I believe that this is the way that the law works as well, is that even if... He, I think that even if he got the dog but gave the dog to you as like a birthday present or an anniversary present, then it mm-hmm. becomes your dog. Oh. So I heard that from someone too, but I guess only if it was in writing because there's no proof. But um, yeah. Happy birthday like card. Like, yeah. happy birthday, Sarah. Here's the dog I bought for you. Yeah, but, yeah even, exactly. but, but even an Instagram post from that day where yeah. it's like, oh my God, my boyfriend's the best. He gave me a dog for my birthday. You know, like even something yeah. like that holds up. Like, believe yeah. me, lawyers will go through everything. And if this does, and if this does get to court, they're going to be mm-hmm. reading, they're going to be reading your texts out loud. They're going to be mm-hmm. reading his texts out loud, like all, yeah. all of this stuff. So get everything together. Let him know you talk to a lawyer or any sort of agency, whatever mediation, who knows. Uh, mm-hmm. And that he can either he can either do it now or do it when he's told to do it. Yeah, I, I don't think I should tell him that I'm getting a lawyer because I already sort of tried to say that. And yeah. he like now thinks I'm crazy and won't even let me see the dog until I sign like a document stating that I agreed at only two days a week. Oh, no, 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 don't sign no, anything. No, don't sign anything. You didn't sign that, did you? No. Okay, no. yeah, good. Don't sign anything. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, then they, you, uh, yeah. you call you call him and say, okay, before I before I sign anything, I need you to sign something, which is uh, an affidavit that you're going to go get uh, stamped where he says that you, in fact, are the one that paid for the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if he signs yeah. that, then, you know, then you're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay? okay. All right. It's tough. Okay, what's what's the dog's name? We didn't even get the dog's name in all this. Oh, his name's Theo. Theo. Oh, Theo. How old is he? Yeah, he's only seven months. Oh my God, he's a puppy. What kind of, what kind of dog? What kind of dog? A fine shepherd. Oh man. Poor little Theo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, good luck. Yeah. Get your dog back. I'll call a lawyer today. All right. All right let, let us know how it goes. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. So The Rock had COVID, huh? And his whole family laid the smackdown on him. That's crazy. You know, though. But where are they? Like, who got it? He did, obviously. Because he's the one stepping out. Well, they're or, right in the height. Do you not remember, like, right in the height of L.A. 
and California just going under with COVID. Yeah. He was doing videos of like him and John Krasinski working out with no masks, super yeah. close to each other. Like he was doing stuff that, like, that, going, nobody, that nobody should be doing. He's still going places like taking meetings. Yeah, and I'm right? not blaming the guy. I no, mean, a lot of people sure. got COVID, but he was doing videos of he and himself, like working out and sweating and breathing yeah. on people. And I don't know, man. And he has like, you know, when you see stuff on, on IG of him, like working out and whatever, right? Yeah. I know he's got like a team of people that are always around him. He's got at least two camera people. He's got a photographer with him, plus his trainer. And God, that just must kill you because if you were the one, and you know you're the one, you know you're the one that's probably out of the house meeting the most people. And then you come back and you give it to your wife and your two little kids. I know, they're four and two years old. God. My heart. I couldn't even imagine. No, I would just, I don't know if I would ever get over that. I really don't. And even if everybody is okay. Um, So here's a a little bit of Dwayne Johnson uh, with his announcement yesterday. My wife, Lauren, as well as my two baby girls and myself, we have all tested positive for COVID-19. And I can tell you that this has been one of the most challenging and difficult things we have ever had to endure as a family. Testing positive for COVID-19 is much different than overcoming nasty injuries or, or, or or being evicted, or even being broke, which I have been uh, more than a few times. But I am happy to tell you guys that we as a family are good. We are on the other end of it, and we are no longer contagious, and we are, thank God, we are healthy. Jeez, oh. man. He'll always take that opportunity to tell the uh, the story, though, huh? Of oh, The Rock, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being broke, living in a car. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like COVID. <laughs> Seven bucks. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, hi, Mocha. Danny, how you doing? Danny! What's <laughs> up, dude? Long-time listener of the Roz and Mocha Show. What's up? Yeah, so um, I'm calling to know if I can probably do the news with you guys. Oh, you want to introduce the news? Yeah, sure, yeah. Oh, you know what's so bad. crazy? You've been <laughs> listening to this show since pretty much the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you call us all the time, and you've never once called to request to introduce the news. Yeah, never, man, because I want to do it just so bad as well. Okay, <laughs> yeah, listen, Danny, it is an honor for me to have you introduce the news as somebody who's been listening to the show for the amount of years that you have and your dedication is uh, words cannot describe. So yes, yep. 100%, you can introduce the news. I think you know what to do, right? Yep. All right, go for it. Hey, Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. Hey, <laughs> Danny. You know what? Yeah, Not to be critical, I think you could like amp it up just yeah, a little, say, little bit more. A little bit more. Okay, okay. Okay, let's try again, buddy. Hey, Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> let's do the news. Hey, Danny. Yeah, man. Thanks, brother. Uh, Elton John is trending this morning because uh, when Ivanka Trump walked out onto the stage last night, we heard I'm Still Standing by Elton John. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ivanka Trump. I always thought that they had 
to get like permission from the artists or group. You actually don't. Oh, really? No. Is there a song? But here's the thing. Everybody's like, oh my God, Elton John is going to be so pissed. I had no idea that Donald Trump was a huge Elton John fan. Like Donald Trump is like the biggest Elton John fan. Mm -hmm. Apparently during the campaign in 2016, he would blast Elton John so loud in the middle of the night from his quarters that nobody else on the plane could sleep. No. Yeah, it's weird, right? Really? So Donald Trump um, wanted Elton John to play his inauguration. Uh And at the time... Elton John wrote Donald Trump back a letter that read this. Thank you so much for the extremely kind invitation to play your inauguration. Uh, I've given it a lot of thought, and as a British national, I don't feel it's appropriate for me to play at the inauguration of an American president. Please accept my apologies. But he goes on to say, I was honored to perform at a White House state dinner uh, for the UK during the Clinton presidency, and I would be delighted to do the same for you if the opportunity arises. I also want to wish you every success with your presidency. I love America deeply, a country that has always welcomed me and my music with kind, tolerant, open arms. And so everybody now is like, sort of like, well, Elton John, what are you doing? And then you start to realize that Elton John played Donald, he serenaded Donald and Melania at their wedding. And Elton John... Yo, he's down with the and squad? El- and Elton John also played Rush Limbaugh's wedding. <laughs> are they homies? Right? I don't know, man. I, don't- I was going to say, that was a very polite decline to the invitation. Yes. I thought it was a real stand-up thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like he's they're... like he's like I can't do it baby because I'm because I'm a Brit but I will do a state dinner for you so so a lot of people like like trying to like hmm. figure out what's doing with Elton John because hmm. they had no idea because they were expecting Elton John to freak out like everybody else does when the Trumps play his music it sounds like they text each other a lot I don't know or I don't maybe know at least once a month yeah I don't know what's checking going in bro on. how you doing yeah I don't know what's going on with Trump and Elton John <laughs> but it's weird man yeah that's strange um, more uh, brass rail information. So <laughs> what's that? Okay, so the brass rail in Toronto. I don't know. I guess, guess it's like it's a place that people go to. Uh-huh. Um, brass rail in Toronto. They had that COVID outbreak, and it turns out that of the 441 people that were in attendance from August 4th to 8th, only 157 provided their real names and information. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I wonder why. Okay, so that's why they're having a very difficult time oh, right. tracking people down to trace the. COVID infections was people lied. Why would you do that? I wonder. <laughs> How'd you get COVID? Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I must have like touched my mouth or something. <laughs> Poor Jim Gaffigan. Donald Trump finally made him snap. Jim Gaffigan, notorious, he's a comic. We've had him on this show before. Uh, he's notoriously clean and apolitical and everything else. Like he just, that's just not him. It's just not his act. And then last night during Trump's speech, Gaffigan finally lost it. And he tweeted, look, Trumpers, I get it. As a kid, I was a Cubs fan. (laughs) And I know know you stick by your team no matter what. But he's a traitor and a con man who doesn't care about you. Deep down, you know it. I'm sure you enjoy pissing people off. But you know how Trump is. He's a liar and a criminal. And then he took a lot of heat. And then Jim Gaffigan... Clean Jim Gaffigan goes, I don't give an F if anyone thinks this is virtue signaling or whatever. We need to wake up. We need to call Trump the con man that he is. Ooh, so yeah, when you make Jim Gaffigan snap, I know. Bro, okay. Apparently there's a new book coming out called Melania and Me by uh, one of Melania's friends and uh, somebody who worked with her during the early days of the White House. And she was saying that Melania just flat out refused to move to Washington, D.C. until the White House had been completely redesigned and revamped. Well, 
They say that Stephanie, who wrote the book, Stephanie talks about how Melania took one look at her bedroom in the bathroom and demanded a new shower and toilet. So these were the Obama's shower and toilets, right? What a she goes on to say that she was not prepared to use the same bathroom as the Obamas or anyone else for that matter. It wouldn't have mattered even if it was the Queen of England. So the reason Melania, she says, didn't move in for like a full year and plus later. So she was still living at Trump in New York. Yeah where taxpayers were paying her security bill to have Melania stay at Trump Towers, $150,000 a day. So she was not living in the White House simply because she didn't like the shabby furniture, according to the book. And until they they, they switched out the toilet. Contractors are hard to get, man. Yeah. We all know that. The security clearance to get into the White House is swallowed. Oh, my God. sink and stuff. Uh, Every piece of this has to go through with this. No, no, no. You can't do that. And then you you get there there. and all of a sudden, like, a piece doesn't fit and you got to run over to Home Depot. Yeah. Come back. Oh, got to be vetted again. (laughs) (laughs) Too much of a long process. (laughs) Oh, God. What do you say about Chadwick Boseman, huh? Oh, man, my heart. Don't even. That busted me up on Friday, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. As it did, like, everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. I know know what uh, you're saying. Uh, So... He was 43, we know that. He was dealing with cancer for four years and just cranked out a ton of movies in that time and spent so much of his time going to hospitals and meeting with kids and other kids who had cancer. And you didn't really think anything of it because that's what all those Marvel guys do, right? Yeah. They show up in character, they they play the part, they really embrace the idea of, you know, doing good and, you know, changing kids' lives and, and everything else. So you never really thought about it. And then when you realize what Chadwick was going through, you know, it's almost it's almost too noble. You know, I almost mm-hmm. feel bad that he was putting himself in that position because it must have been devastating for him. As, as, as great as it was to, you know, see kids smile and to meet you know, kids in hospitals and whatnot. It's almost like you 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 feel bad for him because it must have been just so crushing for him to do that every single time he he did it. And it just goes to show you just how incredible he was. Yeah. Uh, Kiki Palmer opened up the VMAs last night with this tribute to Chadwick. Before we get into the music tonight, we need to take the time to talk about the devastating loss of Chadwick Boseman. most heartbreaking thing about all of this is the fact that nobody knew like nobody no. in the public none of us knew mm-hmm. even though he filmed like four movies four or five movies yeah. and as you said was doing all this charitable work and visiting hospitals to go uh, hang out with the kids like nobody knew no. and he was still giving it a hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, that the the tweet announcing his death, I guess, became the most liked tweet on uh, on Twitter of all time. Uh, Netflix has canceled the screening for Chadwick Boseman's final movie. Uh, they were supposed to do a screening, I think, today, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be today. Uh, Moraney's Black Bottom was planned to screen virtually today, but Netflix says in a statement that the event will not be going forward out of respect for his death. They say we are heartbroken over today's uh, news of the passing of Chadwick Boseman, a true fighter, as his family called him in their poignant tribute. This is an incredible loss. Uh, They go on to say we are canceling Monday's preview screening of Moraney's Black Bottom. Uh, Please join us in sending your thoughts to his loved ones. So that's from uh, Netflix. Lady Gaga's masks were 
were the star of the MTV VMAs last night. Oh, yeah! Ariana was amazing. Yeah, what was way. the other performance that she did? Wasn't she playing like a giant brain piano at one point? Oh, it was at that point where I turned it off. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah I was like, oh, okay. You, yeah. Like, I know you're a weirdo and everything, and that's cool. <laughs> totally cool, yeah. but you brain piano? You weren't down with the brain piano? No, that was my limit. Like, that would, I had to turn it off because it was bedtime, and I'm like, I'm not trying to catch no that like, should night not, terrors. That should not be the last thing you see before bed. Right? Is Gaga tickling a brain? No. <laughs> <laughs> and she won a ton of awards. Too. Oh a my god, dude. Awards. She won like everything, yeah. including Artist of the Year. And you want to talk about weird? Listen to this speech. Being an artist is the only thing I've ever wanted to be in my whole life. I never wanted to be anything else. I remember when I first came to California after I built this small following for myself in New York, I would be taken out to these fancy dinners with executives who wanted to sign me. And I remember I never ever ordered anything more than a whiskey meat or a large sake if we were at a Japanese spot. And I remember that they used to ask me, hey, LG, why aren't you eating? And I said, because I didn't come for the California roll. <laughs> huh? She came for that dollar dollar bill. Also, She's the best. You know, I'm Italian. <laughs> Funny. She has never, ever mentioned that she's Italian. Italian girl from New York. I'm just an Italian girl from New York. Dark Italian. Good, good Brooklyn Italian girl. I'm an Italian. So I'm Italian. But I'm Italian. Italian. I'm Italian, so. As a strong Italian female. Italian. I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I'm from a good Italian family. Aren't you Italian? I'm very traditional Italian. Mm-hmm. Italian family. I'm an Italian <laughs> Hey, fun fact. Did you know Lady Gaga's Italian? Yeah, I just found out. Oh, Brad Pitt's girlfriend. So we reported on this last week. So Brad Pitt, 56-ish. Okay. And his girlfriend, 27-year-old model, um, Nicole uh, Pacharowski. So the story now is that, according to sources, she's married, but in an open relationship. Her husband, Roland Mary, is 68. What? Her husband yeah. is older than Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah, by a lot. Um, so he's 68. She's been married for eight years, and they have a seven-year-old son together. Uh, but the source says they're still married, but you could describe their relationship as, quote, open. And then they go on to say uh, he's been married several times and has five children, and he's not interested in negativity or jealousy. I think wow. anybody would be in an open marriage if they found out that Brad Pitt was the other guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> be like, where were you? I was out. I was out with this guy. What do you mean another guy? What guy? Brad Pitt. Cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a game changer right there, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah, about what are you it. gonna do? Right? Exactly. What are you gonna yeah. do? And she'd be like, and, and I think he's gonna come over tonight. He'd be coming over to my head. Cool. <laughs> you see, you know what he drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure I stock up. <laughs> oh, man. Really? Yeah, I know. Brad Pitt's dating my wife. <laughs> Tell everybody I know. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what else to say after that, man. I don't know. I don't know. The tributes continue to pour in for Chadwick Boseman, who passed away on Friday at 43 after a four-year-long battle with cancer. 
Um, the whole, th- uh, there's not one part about this that is just not absolutely crushing, even when you look at the amount of good that he did and the amount of kids that he went to see in the hospital and everything else and just how difficult that must have been for him yeah. going through what he was going through privately. Um, Netflix has postponed the screening for his final film that was supposed to happen today, uh, doing that out of respect. And uh, the latest star to weigh in, Josh Gad, um, on uh, on Instagram, had this to say about Chadwick. There aren't words to express what an amazing human being Chadwick Boseman was. You come upon people in your life who are... um, next level good this was a man who was beyond talented and was so unbelievably giving as a not only as a performer but as a human being beyond just being black panther chadwick was t'challa in real life he was somebody who just gave and gave and gave oh man uh, Brian Austin Green doing an Instagram live answering fan questions. And one of the things that came up was, would you ever consider reconciling with Megan Fox? And then the other question, which you'll hear, is what does he think of Machine Gun Kelly? This is Brian Austin Green. Do you think you and Megan will work things out? Um, uh, you never know. You know, we had an amazing 15 year, 15 year relationship. Um, we have three beautiful kids. Um, we, we, we shared a lot together and, and we, we really we really went through a lot together. Do I do I like Megan's new man? I've never met him. Um, I have no idea. I've, I've never I, I've never heard anything um, bad from him, bad from Megan about him. You know, I, I can say, yeah, I've heard bad stories about him, but I've heard bad stories about myself as well. And I know that uh, that most of those aren't true. On Saturday, Bella Thorne apologized to sex workers on OnlyFans. So we ended the week last week with the big story was that Bella Thorne went on OnlyFans. She started an OnlyFans site or account and made a million dollars in 24 hours and two million dollars in a week. And then it all went to hell over the weekend. So did you get kicked off? No. So what happened was is that because of Bella Thorne, sex workers on OnlyFans had their livelihood put at risk. and What? So here's what happened. So the story was just that, oh my God, Bella Thorne is on OnlyFans. She made $2 million. That was the headline. Yeah. But what happened was she started, she scammed people and she was selling what she said were nude photos to mm-hmm. people and you can you can set your price as somebody on OnlyFans and if okay. I get this wrong somebody will correct me but you can set your price on OnlyFans and then people were paying $200 to see pictures and they were like you know are these nudes and she was like yeah they're nude and then when they got the pictures they were just repurposed pictures from her Instagram and not nude and oh. so what what happened with OnlyFans was part of that $2 million that she made in a week, everybody complained and wanted their money back. So then OnlyFans had to start reimbursing people for money spent on Bella Thorne's site. And because of that, now what OnlyFans has done is they've capped what people can charge for oh. private viewing. Oh, they've no. now, instead of paying people out after a week of holding their money, now they're paying people out after 30 days of holding their money. And they implemented all these other changes, the maximum amount that you 
you can tip somebody, the maximum amount that you can do this. So you had all these people working there and relied on this for a living. And yeah. then she came along and scammed people and then changed all the, and then OnlyFans changed the rules for everybody else. Oh. Bella Thorne. Right, so it all went bad, and now she's playing it off like, I'm going to have a meeting with OnlyFans. Let me know if there's anything you want me to bring up. I'm going to get to yeah, the bottom of this. Off. Yeah, get off. Get off right? the platform and let things go back yes, to normal. Yes, but it's not, so it's changed permanently now. Oh, It's Bella changed permanently Thorne. now. Kanye West denying. So the allegation is that... Um, Kanye is being paid by the Republicans to split the vote between Democrats and Kanye in order to secure a victory in the election for Donald Trump. And he had met with Jared Kushner and all this other stuff. So um, Kanye talking to Nick Cannon addresses these allegations. People keep on saying, I think that y'all, you are Republicans are in cahoots. In cahoots. They pay, they're saying that they're paying you to, to do what you're doing to be a distraction. Bro, can't nobody pay me. <laughs> you got more money than I Trump. I got more money than Trump. <laughs> okay. okay. I got a That's not pool. an answer, though. I got a bigger house. Yeah, he never said. <laughs> no. He never said about cahoots. He just said that he's not, he may be doing it for free. You know, Sunday <laughs> was the five year. It was five years, right, Jeff? Five-year anniversary of. of Kanye showing up at the MTV VMAs announcing that he's going to run for president. Really? Huh? Yeah. I thought that only happened like a couple years ago. It was five years ago. Yeah, it was, it was pre-Trump, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Smith is bringing Fresh Prince, a, yes! reunion, a reunion special to HBO. Now this is a story all about it. How my life got said yesterday that they will produce a one-off reunion special for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air um, that will air on HBO Max right before Thanksgiving. The special will film on September 10th, so not that long from now. It'll bring back Will, uh, Tatiana Ali, Karen Parsons, Joseph Marcel, Daphne Maxwell-Reed, Alfonso Ribeiro, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. What? Am I missing anybody? No. R.I.P. Uncle Phil. Is, what about the original mom? No. That's not going to happen, right? Oh, original Aunt Viv? Original Aunt Viv. No, yeah. she's no. not showing up. No. She's, no. No. It's too bad. But her camera's going to be closed and Mike's going to be <laughs> muted the whole time. You know what I was kind of wishing that Will Smith would do yeah. is, you remember last year, was it last year? There was um, that trailer for like a dramatic version of Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. That looked pretty dope. I think they are. And then are. Will ended up meeting with the creators of that video. I think that they that went are. Viral. Are they really? Yeah. I hope that happens. Hold on here. Let me Because just... that trailer was done really well. And with the right writing, I think uh, a project like that would be amazing on something like that. Here, Netflix. let me read you this. So this was from The Hollywood Reporter, August 11th. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air drama reboot in the works. Based on Morgan's oh, Cooper viral YouTube trailer, the update from Will Smith, Benny Media, and Quincy Jones is currently being shopped to streamers including HBO Max, Peacock Network, and Netflix, among others. Oh, there we go. So there you go. Perfect. So this may be actually part of, the, if that deal went through, because he's doing the reunion on HBO Max, you may wind up getting the dramatic reboot oh, of I love Fresh it. Prince I love it. on HBO Max. Amazing. I don't know if I want to see that, to be honest with you. Oh. Just call it something else. I don't know. I don't know if I'm down with that. Really? The Fresh Prince is sort of sacred. No, I know that. Yeah. Maybe they'll call it something else. Yeah. Like, would you want to see, like, that would be like somebody saying, you know, we're going to do a, like, 
we're going to do, you know, the dramatic version of Seinfeld, you know, which would be like Law and oh. Order. <laughs> right? Like just yeah. another show that takes place in New York. Listen, if without, that, without the jokes. If they do that dramatic version <laughs> of Fresh Friends, as long as they do, don't do one based on the episode of Will's dad leaving. Oh, here we go. That comedy version already? Yeah. The original? Yeah. Oh, my heart. Here we go. Uh, Daisy Ridley said that she struggled to find work after Star Wars. She really? said, weirdly, at the beginning of the year, nothing was coming through. I was like, ah, no one wants to employ me. Uh, there were actually loads of things that I auditioned for at the beginning of the year, and I didn't get any of them. She goes on to say that struggling with work and then going into lockdown allowed her to finally, quote, process leaving Star Wars behind. She says, to be forced to slow down, it was good mentally for me because Star Wars was a big thing in my life. And then I guess she did a couple voiceover things for video games, and then there's a movie called 12 Minutes, uh, sorry, a game called uh, 12 Minutes. And then she she's announced did, uh... that she's doing the voice for um, Baba Yaga, whatever that is, with Kate Winslet and Jennifer Hudson. She also did that movie with Josh Gad between but, but Force after, Awakens. But, Force, but, but post Star Wars. Oh, post all that. Post oh, Star okay. Wars. Which, and then I was thinking about it. I was like, oh man, that kind of sucks. But then look at Star Wars itself. Yeah. The main cast of the original three. Aside from Harrison Ford, before Mark Hamill started doing all those voice jobs, mm-hmm. aside from Harrison Ford, who in that main cast of that legendary franchise had a decent career outside of Star Wars? I couldn't tell you. Right? Why not Mark Hamill? He's always he to, and forever he, will be Luke Skywalker. He went to do, like he's done, he's done it. He's had an incredible career Ooh. with voice work and everything yeah. else. And people love him and I, and I get all that. Oh, dude, his, his voice work but, for, as uh, the Joker. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. the animated Batman. But Carrie so Fisher... Good. Carrie she Fisher, did. she didn't do a lot. No. Um, the guy who, Anthony Daniels, the guy who played C-3PO, he didn't oh, he do did a lot. Nothing. The guy who played Chewbacca only played Chewbacca. I don't think he did anything else. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Right? Nobody. Nobody. Not Nobody. even Lando. No, Billy D. I mean, I think Billy D's career was more pre-Star Wars than it was post-Star Wars. Yeah. But, I, but yeah, I don't even think Billy D did a lot. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, James Earl Jones is James Earl Jones. But yeah, it's, it's wild. So I was like, God, like maybe that is just normal. Like maybe you do something that large. Mm-hmm. Because what's that What's that other kid from Twilight? There was the three main actors from Twilight. There was Kristen Stewart, who's, who's, who has a really great career. Robert Pattinson, who obviously is crushing it. But remember that other guy who they said was going to be the next Tom Cruise? Oh, uh, Taylor... Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. That's what happened it, to that yeah. guy? Remember Anybody he, checked on him lately? He uh, he started working out, got abs. Yeah, he was supposed to be the next Tom Cruise. That's how they were. That's how they were pushing him. So maybe I don't know. Maybe those big franchises are great when they're happening, but afterwards, not so much. I don't know. Roz and Mocha Q and A. Lisa, what's going on? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. You've been on the podcast before, right? Yeah, quite a few times now. There you go. <laughs> oh, I know this, Lisa. How's the baby? He's getting really big. Yeah, everything's good with you guys? Yeah, absolutely. All nice. right, amazing. So what is your question, Lisa? If somebody walked up to you right now, gave you the chance to cross something off your bucket list, what would that be? Oh, boy. Oh, well, first of all, we have to we have to talk have the discussion on what a bucket list is, whether we have bucket lists, and what's actually on those bucket lists, and also parameters. Right. Do you have anything on your bucket list, Ross? Uh, I don't even really have a bucket list, which mm. is interesting. I don't have those. I don't know. It's I don't know. I think that bucket lists are for people who 
feel that they haven't done enough in their own life or bucket lists are for people who have an adventurous side that they feel unfulfilled, thrill seekers, or bucket lists are for people who love travel and have this deep need to sort of see other places of the world and experience other cultures. I think that you find a lot of those things are on bucket lists where I don't have any of those things. Yeah. Do you have one, Lisa? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's something so simple. I just need to get around to it. I'd like to do the goat yoga. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? Goat yoga. (laughs) Goat yoga. Goat bit my wiener at goat yoga. Uh, no, I don't know. Give me, give me, give me a second because, like, I, I don't have a lot of things on my, like, on my bucket list. Simply because I'm, I'm fairly fulfilled. Like, I, I feel that I've lived a pretty good life and I've done a lot of things. And even though I'm somebody who hates traveling, I've seen some of the most incredible places in the world, and I've done things that. I know other people have on their bucket list. I've, you know, I went to, I've been inside the Colosseum in Rome. I've been down underneath the great pyramids in Egypt. I've ridden a camel through a desert. I've done, like, I've done some pretty incredible things. I've, I've stood alone in the middle of Red Square in Moscow. Like, I've done some pretty incredible things, but I would say for the for most of it, you know, it was lost on me. Yeah, completely, right? <laughs> yeah, because I'm just not, I'm not that kind of guy. So, uh, so I've done some pretty incredible things, but I don't bungee jump. I, 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 I will never skydive. Like, I'll never do any of that stuff. Yeah. All the stuff on my bucket list are, like, fairly, you know, fairly tame. The only thing right now, so let's take away travel, because on my bucket list are travel-related things, but because of COVID and, you know, everything uh, being restricted and yeah. nobody wanting to travel, so we'll cancel all that stuff. Um, the most, the, the one thing on my bucket list right now, yeah. and it's super stupid and super simple, is just I want to build shelving in my garage. Oh, and I just haven't had time okay. to that's do a, that just yet. That's a chore list, not a bucket list. I know. <laughs> but it's something that I've wanted to do for, for quite a while. It's yeah. just that... It's very loud where you are right now. It's just that Home Depot is always out of uh, the material today. They're always, out, they're always out. Yeah, don't worry. On your bucket list. So I, have a, I absolutely have a bucket list, but I'll give you three. Hey, Lisa... Yeah. Lisa, we're going to let you go because your phone is like wildly loud. I'm sorry. Not a problem. No, not a problem. Uh, Thank you so much for your question. Okay, thanks, guys. Okay, love you. Take care. Bye-bye. So you have three things on your bucket list? No, I have many, but I'm going to give you three. Okay. Okay. Can so you give us I, one? No, no. Pause, pause, pause for one, one second. Yeah, pause okay. for one second. Because before Maury gets to his bucket list, still un, unfulfilled items. Is there anything that was on your bucket list that you have already crossed off? Oh, so I also reverse bucket list. So I'll do something and be like, oh, that would have been on my bucket list. No, no, but, list. but, but have you, were, was there stuff on your bucket list that you've crossed off your bucket list? Oh, like going to Portugal, absolutely. Getting okay. married, absolutely. Okay. So okay. on the bucket list, going to London is absolutely on my bucket list. Because you've never been to London. Never been to London. Right. Uh, riding in a hot air balloon, definitely on my bucket oh, list. God, I would never do that. That's too dangerous. Right? I almost had the chance because they had it set up in downtown Toronto and you went up and it was attached to a string. It was like tethered, they, yeah. It was tethered. You went up and back down. Wouldn't you know it rained that day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wasn't that a blimp? It was a blimp, wasn't it? No, no, there no. was a blimp too. That also got canceled. Oh. For, I was also going right. to go on that. That's right. You were going to go right. on the blimp and they canceled oh, no. your blimp trip. Yeah, and Matthew said that, I, that he would divorce me if I did it and I still was going to do it. Wow. Because um, you were just <laughs> hoping for that divorce. Yeah, because you already got the marriage off the bucket list, so who cares if you get divorced? You already did it. And finally, making cheese. Making cheese. 
like act like or like like uh like in some sort of modern way or like an artisanal kind of cheese where you yeah. sort of old school With the cloth techniques and stuff and, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Oh, that would be you know what? And I'll also add another one. Clay making. Pottery. Pottery. Oh, yeah. Okay. pottery. Yeah, not making clay, but <laughs> turning pottery. clay into something. <laughs> yeah. Pottery oh. pottery is unforgiving, man. You ever yeah. done pottery? No, I want to no. because I watched the movie Ghost. Yeah, pottery is like trying to it's so frustrating when you for the first time you sit at a pottery wheel and you try and first of all center it and then the amount of arm and hand strength strength it takes to um, get it going and not have it f- flop all over the place <laughs> and just break into a million anything. Oh my God. It is honestly pottery, Maury, is punishing. It is so frustrating. Like if you if you're not good at it, once you're good at it and you know how yeah. to to balance out your clay and then you can just sort of start molding. Um, once you get to that level, then it's sort of enjoyable, although it can always go wrong. But getting can you to that always level. Use the same clay? Like once it like no. screws up, or do you have to put that aside? Yes. And then let that be part of another project down the road no, no, and mo- start with new clay. No, most times, most times that clay is ruined. Oh, wow. Uh, but it can go back into the Just sort of process yeah. to get it all to get it all um, back up to uh, back up to, to the point. Some people are really really good at managing the moisture on clay and then if it does screw up they can re- reuse part of it to, to sort of do it, but it is a punishing hobby. It really? is punishing. Can you practice with like Play-Doh before you go or something? No, no. No, you can practice sculpting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm talking a wheel. Like when yeah. you're on the pottery wheel, that unless you own your own wheel we have a wheel but unless you own your own wheel it is like it's devastatingly um wait you have a wheel yeah so why can't i just do it with you because i don't want you at the house oh wow but i've been to the house <laughs> <laughs> i know but you just no, i haven't even used no, ours but literally yet. we could have a patrick swayze to me more why would i want to do that though to i don't fulfill wanna, my bucket that's list not on my bucket list no, man. No, that's no. a completely separate bucket list. No. Like you, all you said was you wanted to do pottery. Yeah, yeah. you wanted to learn. He how to, has a wheel. No, no, no. no but no. now you're mess. You're mixing it up with some yeah. uh, other weirdo fantasy that you have. I'll yeah. give you forty bucks. No, I don't need your money. <laughs> like, are you offering him forty dollars for like prostitution right now? No, yeah. but I'm no because like you. Like, what do you want? What do you want lessons? for that forty? For you to teach me how to like use no, the wheel. No, 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 no. You said to recreate something with a something. Well, yeah, we have to put something on the gram. No, so hold on here. So what do you want for that $40? A bowl. No. What do you want from me for that $40? Oh, to teach me how to use the wheel with your arms over me. No. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Now we get to the bottom of it, right? It all comes back to sex with me. That's the only thing. Everything on Maury's bucket list yeah. all leads He's to that. Sitting right now. Yeah. To all, le- all leads to that. And you have to play the song too while we're doing it. No, no. Oh no. my God. No, it's, uh, I don't know enough about the, I don't know enough about pottery in the wheel to actually teach somebody. I'm not that good at it at all. And it's very, very difficult. I don't even know where to begin to teach somebody. Something else that cropped off, uh, crossed be, off my list was glass blowing. I did that. You did, huh? What that did you was, make? We made, uh, well, first we made like a flower. Yeah. And then we made two bowls that we still use only for pistachio shells. Yeah. There was a, did you see that? Um, Netflix did a show on a glass blowing competition. Did oh, I didn't that? see that. No. Yeah. It wasn't that great, but the things that they, like when you watch them actually try and build these things out of glass and they when they they have the giant tube and then they're rolling it and they're blowing it and then at the very end when it's just at the right temperature in order to get this big beautiful like ornate glass thing off the end of a metal pole is they take something like a little tiny hammer and they just smack the pole and then this thing just falls off 
Without but, breaking? Yeah, without breaking. But yeah. sometimes it doesn't. Because the glass is still attached to the pole, right? So yeah. you have to you have to break it off somehow. Yeah. Dude, oh, it's wow. crazy. That's gotta stressful. be so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Uh, Lisa also has another question that says, since COVID has hit, have you found that your neighborhood changed? A lot of people moved out. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of people moved out. And then the neighborhood looks a little different because everybody was at home and nobody was spending money on vacations or anything. And so a lot of people started doing renovations. Yeah. And because the weather was so nice, outside renovations, landscaping, new redoing their front decks, their front porches, their driveways. So yeah, so my street looks very different than oh, what wow. it did last year. Yeah. Because just the, the like the aesthetics changed on yeah. a lot of the houses. Yeah. I think that's what happened like everywhere because I would say similar yeah. uh, to things that I've noticed. First of all, a lot more people who are going out for walks, a lot more people in the neighborhood. So the neighborhood's a little bit busier with people, but then also same thing with everyone being at home and wanting to tackle uh, projects and, and renos. There's a lot more like construction vehicles and, uh, yeah. and 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 different construction companies who are coming through with material to uh, to get jobs done. Hey, let me ask you this question: If if one of your neighbors is doing a renovation, yes, and they have that rented porta potty that they just stick on the driveway, on your driveway? No, on their driveway. On their driveway, like okay. for their renovation, so yeah. the, so the workers can use it. In off hours, <laughs> yeah. Does that just then become public or no? I mean, I would say no, but... Like, if you were in your neighborhood and you were a street away from your place... Uh-huh. And, and really had to go? And you really had to go. Like, it was an emergency. Oh, I'd use it, for you sure. You would use it. Yeah, of Yeah, course. you would. Yeah, yeah interesting. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I would say... I would not. You wouldn't at no, all? I would, no. No, you would hold it. There's a no, porta potty I would, on I my would, street that I, would I had me- to use. I would mess my pants and then... Really? Yeah. Before Why wouldn't I, you go? Before, I just wouldn't. I couldn't. No, no, no. Even no, if it's no, just no. like to pee. No, no, to pee. I would just pee outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, like if you had to do. Oh, yeah, like yeah but you could lay down toilet paper. Lay I, down. Don't say lay down in porta potty <laughs> in the same yeah, sentence. No. No, okay, okay. If we're talking that, then <laughs> yeah. no, I wouldn't use it. You would it. not. No, 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 no. no, no. no I thought neither. we were talking about like, oh, if you're a block away or whatever, and you really, really, really had to pee. Oh my god, I'll pee anywhere. Yeah, I'll pee anywhere. Doesn't make a difference to me. Okay, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. No, use a you would not. There's one near where we live. And I had to go, so I used it. You did, it huh? a but, yeah, but it was pee, though, right? It was just pee. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But you would, you would, you go number two or no? If I had to, yeah, yeah. In, in, in somebody else's porta potty. Why not? Really? Yeah. Yo, it gets Oof. so hot in there, though. Yeah, but also these private ones, like I don't know, like on a construction site, there's some sort of health and safety re- health and safety regulation where presumably somebody comes in at the end of the day and cleans it up. These things will just sit on somebody's driveway in your neighborhood for three months. Yeah, but the ah, good, Christ. the good ones have running water. Yeah, this is not a good one. No, we're talking like a regular, yeah, traditional regular, like potty. One half of it is propped up on a couple of two by fours because oh, it couldn't like, find level ground, uh, right? Like, like ten, ten not, bees flying yeah, around. Oh inside. yeah, no, 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 not for me. Yeah, not for me. Uh, Cole asks, "What are Mocha's two favorite old school wrestlers?" So Hulk Hogan <sighs> and Bret the Hitman Hart. Yeah, those are my two. What about the guy with the scissors? Who Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. He was never top tier, right? No, I mean even in the even in the game, although he had some top tier feuds and top tier matches, but he was never like he was never on that level. He nah. he, he rode a lot of waves with people who were on that level, but Brutus was never. He was Barber was never on that was level. Was there anyone with like a saw? A saw? Like you had the guy with this? Is, did anybody sort of enter with smoke behind them and like a like a saw? Like a chainsaw? Like a chainsaw? No. No, I don't think mm-hmm. there was any. There was hacksaw Jim Duggan, but he just had a two by four. Yeah, <laughs> tough guy. Hey oh. No, didn't um, 
Shem, help me out. Somebody came in with a saw once. Like a saw saw? Like a chainsaw? Yes, somebody or like came a in with a chainsaw. Saw. Really? And, and I remember the story was they had to dull the blades on the saw. And they used it. Who? Maybe no. it was Terry Funk. Oh, maybe. Maybe Terry Funk. But as as somebody who uses as like a regular prop yeah. every single time they came to the ring, no. no. Nobody what had about a saw. Andre the Giant? No. He never had a saw. He was just big. No, no I mean like his one of your favorites. Oh, no. I told you my favorite. Yeah. Hulk Hogan and Brett the Hitman Hart. Natalie says, uh, next time you introduce the news, can you and Mocha, oh, this is directed at you, Roz, mm-hmm. can you and Mocha trade places? All these years, I thought it was Mocha yelling, let's do the news. I guess because I do a lot of yelling on the show. That's right. I rarely yell. That's the only time I yell on the show. It is. Can we trade places? No, that would be weird. Natalie also asks, can you share all, oh my God, this is crazy. Can you share all of your favorite Netflix series and movies? All of them? I'm not done yet. Oh. Crave and Prime as well, if (laughs) applicable. No. No is the answer. By the way, on Prime later this month, all seasons of The Golden Girls. I saw you tweeted that the other day. Are you excited about that? Which is funny. Oh my God, the 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 DVD copies. All of them on DVD, yeah. yeah. That's a weird spot though on on, on demand and not, uh, not on a streaming service. I'll tell you a secret. Mm-hmm. I wrote the people for Crave and suggested that they put them all on Crave and right. then just run them. And they loved the idea and nothing ever came of that. Mm-hmm. So now it's on Are you time. So you're taking credit for this? Not for this. For oh, that. That for didn't that. happen. Right. Uh, no, interesting. I don't, geez, what do I watch on Netflix? Like, I, I, I've watched like everything. Like she's saying, can every- you share all your favorite Netflix series and movies? Like, that's so incredibly difficult. So my, my favorite series, television series, that I've seen in the past say five years new was hands down seasons one and two a succession uh-huh. can't wait for season three that is i got so much enjoyment out of that show and the writing and the acting and everything it was just on everything was just such high level uh i really enjoyed the bodyguard remember that's one season of that show they oh, did really the awesome. bodyguard the UK, yeah, yeah i really i really loved that show where everything sort of that i watched after that for a little while felt kind of lesser than yeah than uh than that show i really like that one um what am i watching currently i'm always gonna say stranger things yes right. see but stranger things for me stranger things season one was awesome stranger things season two sucked no i know it fell apart it there. sucked and then they sort of picked it up and forgot about all the mistakes they made i love succession though i'm with you yeah I'm, I'm still on season one we're almost done season one yeah and on netflix i'm watching um we're almost done uh, the Betty Broderick. Oh yeah, show. Uh, Dirty John, Ugly Dirty John. John, Dirty John. Oh, yeah, so good. That was amazing. Uh, there was so I listened to the podcast before watching. Like I had listened to the podcast already, like a while ago. Yeah. Before the show came on Netflix, and Jenna's super into it because we're both watching it together. And then there's one thing that I mentioned, which I thought she knew. Mm-hmm. But maybe because it popped into my mind because of the podcast and it wasn't explained just yet on the show. And I think I ruined the entire show for her. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. And she was like, what? That's what, uh, so when, if you remember when, what was that one? The one with the guy... <laughs> Great description. Shut up. The no, one with the guy. The guy. It was yeah. a Netflix thing. Uh-huh. Stranger Things. No. And then he went to jail and he was accused, and then everybody started rallying around him. Making a murderer. Making a murderer. Oh, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. So you should have just said Stephen Avery. <laughs> I, it's a, the guy. He's the guy. That's the guy. Okay. 
guy. You should have known. His first name's Steven. Um, so what happened was is that, is that that dropped, right? Yeah. And it dropped on a Friday. And then that Saturday, so like less than 24 hours later, I had seen the commercial for it on Netflix where it was just like this sort of teaser before it, before mm. it drops. And I had known a little bit about the story and I, and I knew a little bit about the hype. And so it was the Saturday, it dropped on a Friday, I believe. And it was the Saturday right after. And Catherine and I were sitting on the couch and I'm like, Hey, do you want to watch this? And she goes, what is it? And I, I explained quickly just sort of what it was based on. Right. And then she does what she does, which is I never tell Catherine what we're watching until the very last minute because she immediately picks up her phone and hits Google. Right? Yeah. And then so I got up, I had it all on pause. It was ready to go. I got up and I went pee and I came back. And then we started this. We started episode one and we're about 10 minutes into it and something happens. And, uh, and she goes, but doesn't uh, whatever, whatever. <gasps> and then I look at her and I was like, did you just like spoil this whole thing right now she goes no i'm sure it doesn't matter she goes i didn't <laughs> she goes i didn't spoil anything and let me She's guess like, it matters she had just read it on her phone oh no can't be trusted right? why would you want can't to do trusted. that why not just watch the damn show so, okay so here's the other thing is that i will like if we say hey do you want to watch this movie she will go on her phone and watch the trailer uh -huh. but some of those trailers give away Everything. the entire movie and i'm like stop watching the trailer the movie is right there we've yeah. both agreed that we're going to sit and watch this right now turn the trailer off and she goes i'm not bothered by stuff like that i like to know <laughs> right it drives me nuts that's like my wife though drives me crazy that's like if we decide that we want to watch a movie yeah she'll want to see the trailer first yeah, yeah. but then but then when that part in the trailer that's funny happens in the movie you're not going to laugh because you no. already saw it yes thank you that's no what kidding. happens maury do you have any yeah. uh, netflix or, or crave or prime shows on prime marvelous mrs Maisel. Uh -huh. oh good one yes yeah absolutely season and two is actually i really enjoyed season two. Oh, so good yeah and netflix you gotta watch grace and frankie Okay. Super funny. Which one's that? Grace and Frankie is with um, uh, Lily Tomlin and uh, Jane Fonda. Fonda. Right, right, right. And, and they some... have an adult. Yeah. You watch television like a mother. <laughs> yeah, like a mother. You know what I mean? Like my mom. Like you watch, like if you if you said NCIS and Jag in there, yeah. uh, I'd be like. <laughs> yeah. And one more Netflix you have to watch. It's kind of obscure. It's called Please Love Me. And it's um, like, it's kind of like, I think it's Australian. It's about this young guy who was dating like a girl and then he becomes gay and is trying really hard to like really wants to be gay. So he's like dresses like it tells his mom and you know starts dating guys and stuff but really wants to be back with his girl oh, it's fantastic so hold on here so is he gay or is he's not gay he wants to be gay oh he just wants to be gay oh, but he's yeah. not gay he wasn't gay but he's like how hard could it be to be gay <laughs> wow interesting <laughs> i don't know i mean so is me, it like a, a personal like, project of his or I, I guess it's kind of or like is a, he's like in the show trying to figure out his own sexuality? No, he was like bored. He's like uh, they look like they're having more fun. Like how hard could it be to be gay? <laughs> right. Okay. I would say that if you're not gay but you had to act gay, I would say fairly difficult. Right. There's some things to get over. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I know you want to go and you want to party and you want to like, maybe you like the community, but in order to actually be gay, yeah. there's other some, things come with that. Yeah, other things come with that. <laughs> uh, Steven asks, uh, this question is inspired by Chadwick, uh, Chadwick Boseman's unfortunate passing. 
which celebrity passing really hit home for you guys? For me, it was Robin Williams because of how much I adore the man as a comedian and comedic actor and growing up with his movies and stand-up. Uh, I would say Robin Williams for sure as well. I have two. I, honestly, with all of, I'm I'm never really all that bothered, and I don't mean to say that in a, in a in a crass way. It's just I don't know them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? From for the for the most part, I they're entities in your in your life. But there's three people that I had such incredible love for that when they died, it did like I felt differently about uh, about their deaths than I did uh, anywhere anybody else. Um, the first was John Candy. Uh-huh. When John Candy died, that one really hurt because John Candy was my entire youth, right? Like I just loved everything about um, everything about John Candy. Uh, the second one that hit me probably harder than John Candy was Prince. Yeah. When when Prince died, that one. And then um, the third was, shoot, I just had it. Pass, Maury, and then come back to me. Okay, for me, it would definitely be uh, B. Arthur, Golden Girls, not trying to be funny. Right. But, like, that was really hard for me. And then the other one would, would be George Michael just because how it affected my husband. Mm. And it was mm. on Christmas Day. So I think that one was hard for me just because it was it sucked watching Matthew on Christmas Day be really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, James Avery for me, Uncle Phil. Really? Yeah. Just like how John Candy was your youth. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was my youth. Gotcha. And James Avery was that guy. Gotcha. And I was like, oh man, I was so hurt when I know, found out that he passed. You know who else really sort of that I felt terrible for? And and it and it haunted me for a long time after. I shouldn't say haunted me, but where I was just kept being reminded was Phil Hartman. Mm. Because, oh, right. because, yeah. because every now and then what would happen is you'd be watching in like an old Simpsons rerun yeah. and you'd hear one of the voices that he did. And so you were just constantly reminded oh, man. Yeah. Uh, when, when Phil Hartman died. Uh, but Robin Williams was, a, was another one, but not as, that one didn't hit me as hard as, as John Candy. But I would say that Robin Williams and Prince, definitely um, those two were, were huge losses for me. Honestly, too, because of his music, Michael Jackson. I was sad that day. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I was really, really sad that day when MJ passed. Um, Carrie Fisher as well. Princess Leia? Oh, yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Okay, Jen says here, I know Roz really enjoys the Strongbow Ciders, but I have to ask, which one do you prefer, gold or dry? The original. Oh, the black can. The dry. I guess it would be the dry, right? Yeah, gold is less alcohol. I thought I you believe. liked the one that said 1909 on it or something. No, that's Brickworks. No, that's, Brickworks. that's a different company. Oh. Yeah, 19-something uh, or other. 1904. Yeah, yeah, 1904. Uh, but yeah, no, I've I've gravitated towards Strongbow from Brickworks for uh, the summer. Um, I find that, for me, Strongbow tastes better when it's warm. I, I shouldn't say that. They like Strongbow tastes best when it's cold. Uh-huh. But if I'm going to be outside in the sun and one of the cans is going to bake in the sun and then I'm still going to try and drink it, which one tastes better after being baked in the sun? Strongbow tastes better than Brickworks huh. after having been baked in the sun on a deck for a while. Matthew and I found this new little uh, treat at the wine store down on Queens Key. They sell wine and juice boxes. Oh, yeah. Those are a thing. I had no idea. No. So we bought one and sat down by the water uh, and shared it, yeah. like, but hiding it kind of. like Hiding it? Well, Hold on. You shared one juice box? Yeah, like we kept passing it back and forth and sharing. because How put big the was the juice on. box? Like a juice box, yeah. like, a, like apple like, juice. Yeah. Like a regular, like a kid's <laughs> juice box. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. How much so, did that cost? Like $4. Yeah. Okay. It's unbelievable. So you shared that one. Yeah. 
So okay. we'd be down like, like sip for sip, or would you like hold it? I have a couple sip, of sips. And when he and wanted it, he passed it over. But you would kind of hide it behind. Like well, you're not going to get a ticket for <laughs> drinking, man. Like you're not. It's not going to happen. Nobody's going to give you a ticket it's for like drinking. We like, saw somebody so walking weird. by with a clipboard, and we're like, oh my god! It a happened to just what, be taking down names. <laughs> it happened to just be somebody that checks in the boats. Well, right? it's not going to be a cop. When's the last time you saw a cop with a clipboard? Yeah, excuse Never. me, excuse me, sir and sir. <laughs> we need your name. We're going to write you a ticket now. <laughs> but we freaked out. It was just the person that checks in your boat, right? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, when you guys went to that store, did you buy more than one juice box like to take? Or no. just the one? We or you just went and we, bought one? We went in and bought just the one. Honestly, if you two guys came into my liquor store, <laughs> both of you, and you only, you walked out of there with the bare minimum, which is one $4 juice box. I would think you were casing the point to rob it after I closed. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so suspicious to me. Big time. Who does that? Who, two grown men go into a liquor store and the only thing they leave with is one $4 oh, bottle, yeah. uh, one $4 juice box of wine. Share. Exactly. Sip, yeah. sip, pass. Uh -huh. we're, ex we're excited to go back this weekend for the long weekend Did and you buy red, another red one. Red or white? Oh, red. Red? Mm -hmm. Really? Red? Because it kind of does better in the sun. Like if you're, you know what I mean? Like yeah, if it gets like, warm, like, it's fine. Yeah, I don't like um, room temperature drinks though. Yeah. Uh, Sarah here has a question specifically for you, Roz. Mm. Did you ever figure out that window situation in the shower at your cottage? I, yes, I I did, but I haven't done like a full test on it. Right. So the window's in. Yeah. So uh, what you wanted was a window, a, a two-way yeah. window where yeah. you could from the inside. One look, way. Or sorry, one way. Yes. Where from the inside, you could look outside. From the outside, you can't see inside. Right. Because the window's in the shower. I wanted, my whole thing was I, right beside where that shower is, it just, it backs onto your view is just like 40 acres of nothing, right? And a couple trees and everything else. And so yeah. I thought it would be cool to have this beautiful, just sort of green view from the shower because you have no neighbors. It's at the cottage. And so I wanted a full-size floor-to-ceiling window in the shower. Uh -huh. And I haven't tested it out to see if you can... Like, I know during the day, if you're outside and you look and you can't see it, I've not done the test yet where it's nighttime and the lights, and are, the on. lights are on on oh. the inside. I haven't done, like, I haven't done that test yet. Yeah. Right? So we'll see how that goes. I'm actually pretty hesitant to do that test because Why? I have bad feelings that it's, you're going to be oh, just you don't staring be right in. Yeah. And I don't want to be disappointed. Oh, so man. I'm still, I'm like 80% sure the window is good, but I have not done the final test So a new yet. rule at the cottage is yeah. if you're showering at night, nobody's allowed to go outside. Right. Or you shower in the dark. Or you shower in the dark. <laughs> in the pitch black. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's a great question from Alan. When describing that something costs, quote, around $100, what is the upper and lower limit you have mentally to prepare yourself to spend? For me, anything from $85 to $99 is acceptable, but also anything over $107 is a reason to go straight up Karen. <laughs> Interesting. I like those parameters. I, if something, if somebody said to me, how much is that thing? And I'm like, I don't know, around a hundred bucks. And it turned out to be 85. I would be okay with that. And if it turned out to be 105, I would be okay with that. But I agree that if it's 110, that's a specific number where you say it's 110 bucks. Yeah. You don't say it's around My $100. parameter yeah. is 90 to 105. But that for me is around a hundred. Yeah. 90 if, to 105. You're right. I think if, yeah. if somebody said 85. Yeah. Or, and then they would say under a hundred. Yeah, or it would say around 90. Yeah. Right? 85 for me would be 
more like around 90. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think that if something was $85 and you said, how much is that? People would go under 100. Yeah. Like just under 100 bucks. That's 85. See, I bought the most ridiculous thing on eBay and it was selling for 130. Yeah. And I and I got the guy down to 115 yeah. and I thought I had a great deal. I was like, that's fine. Like 115 seemed fair to me. But, but, but is that around, like, would you tell Matthew that was around 100? I would say around 100, yeah. For 115? 115. Oh, really? wow. Yeah, it's because you're no, a liar. No, realistically, you would tell Matthew, you'd be like, ah, oh, like 50 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> but do you know the interesting thing is- What I, I was it that you bought? Uh, an original, authentic, like, actual- <laughs> Oven mitt. <laughs> well, it's going to be something stupid. New York okay. subway sign, like, from on the platform. It says yeah. Broadway on it, and right. it has, like, rust stains and blood stains and stuff How do you it. know it's authentic? Oh, because the guy bought it at auction and it weighs a ton. Like it's, and it has the holes in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it has like, and it has like rubbed off graffiti. Okay. Uh -huh. Sure. But you know, it's authentic and somebody just didn't like. Well, they're not going to give you a certificate of authenticity for an auction. Item like <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> and you paid what? 115? 115. And where is it now? It's uh, in a box in the den. Matthew said it was the worst thing I ever bought. <laughs> oh, why? He says, how dare. <laughs> oh my God. Do you know what Matthew did? What? Okay. So do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember for the anniversary, the leather anniversary, I got him the George Michael jacket? Yes. Which he has no idea where it is and I've never seen him wear right. it. Because it wasn't real leather. And he hated Be it. Be that as it may, it. he bought on Friday, it showed up in a box, yeah. the exact same leather jacket without any of the writing on it. No. Yeah. I lost my mind. I'm like, that's exactly what I bought you without the writing. Yeah, but he, he didn't want the writing. Nobody wants to walk around looking like they're in a costume. No, but then I'm not buying him the George Michael jacket. I'm just buying a leather jacket. Right, which is the only thing he wanted. I know, but the whole point was he loves George Michael and I wanted to get him the actual authentic replica jacket. Right, but you know, like... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but... Yeah, he hated your gift, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but, like, Mocha, Mocha loves, uh. you know, Back to the Future, but that doesn't mean that if Jenna got him, like, a big, puffy, you know, orange vest, <laughs> that he's going to wear it around. <laughs> he's going to wear it around town. I don't know, bro. I might. <laughs> no, like, I might. You know, he may like that, but he's not going to, uh. you know, you, you, I don't think you're going to do that. <laughs> How insulting! Okay, well, it would be—it would be like. It would oh be wait, 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 I have to know. Yeah. How much did he pay for the jacket? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. Which is the same as what I paid for the George Michael jacket. Right, minus the bedazzling and the the paint and stuff. And the whole American flag on the back yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. That would be like if Jenna got Mocha like authentic Hulk Hogan like briefs and boots. <laughs> Right? You know what I mean? I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> like, are we talking like for real, real? Yeah, no, no. Just like replicas, like what the jacket was. That yeah. wasn't actually George Michael's jacket. A right? Replica? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Replica, replica. What, like yellow, yellow, actual Hulk yellow, Hogan's underwear? Yeah, like, no, like, like they, were, they were replicas. They were uh -huh. just like, it was exactly like, it was a cheap knockoff of Hulk Hogan's um, shorts and trunks and boots. And then it would be like, you would be, you know, Jenna, Jenna going to you all the time. Why aren't you wearing your gift? And you'd be like, where? Where am I going to wear Maybe that? at home, not in bubble. Well, and she'd be like, it's summer. Put, <laughs> put it on. I had this mental image that Matthew in the, in the winter would wear this George Michael jacket to work. Right, and Jenna would have the same thing in her head. Like you would go to, you know, you'd just go on a coffee run. You throw a t-shirt on, <laughs> right? You, 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 you throw, you throw, you throw a t-shirt on with the trunks and boots.
<laughs> yeah, right? You don't buy that stuff for people. Like, just because somebody's a fan of something like that doesn't mean that they want to dress like But then like to go that. out and buy the actual leather jacket without the wording because is kind of like... at that point, no, but that's just like a leather to me, jacket. But it's like saying to me without saying to me that my gift sucked. Right, but there's there's a difference between this. Like, you know, if I needed if I needed coveralls, right, to do something, like a one-piece thing, whatever, I could buy it in black, I could buy it in white, that's all, that's all good. I can go to the hardware store, I can do all this stuff. I'm not buying one that looks like Superman's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> right? I you know, I or Batman. Like I'm not gonna buy a Batman onesie and, and go to and, and go to Home Depot in it. <laughs> like I need a bunch not, of two by fours. Yeah, yeah, like it's not it's not gonna happen. I love Batman, uh, but I'm not gonna I don't want to dress like him in my regular life. You don't, you don't want like a utility belt? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It may come in handy. <laughs> All right, listen, if you got a question you know? for the Razamoka show, for Ask Razamoka, uh, hit us up on Instagram. Look for that post that reads Ask Raz and Mocha. You should buy Matthew one of those Rasta hats that has the dreads in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? He loves no. reggae music. Yeah, he loves it. People still wear those, right? Those are cool, right? You can get away with that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.